chatting with it. This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. Featuring Pod of Thrones, Hoopla, and The Shiznit. California, this is the Shiznit, and your host, Damon Standifer, Charlie Bell, and Dean O'Red. Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Well, all right. Welcome back to another episode of the Shiznit Show. We realize that you have a choice in your podcast listening, and we appreciate you listening to us. And I don't know about y'all, but I missed (laughs) y'all. What up, Damon? Hey, what's happening, Dino Red, and all you listeners out there in listener land? Good afternoon, Charlie Bell. Hey, I missed you too. (laughs) I felt weird. I felt so weird not doing... You know why? Because not only... Were we on break? Hoopla was on break as well. Mm. So I can't remember the last time I didn't do a podcast. It was just, you know, in, in a week. A vast emptiness so in your soul. Two weeks. It was like Red Rock was closed for business. So, like, so we, we were having an all star break. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were, yep. Exactly. It's like, damn. Like, you know. Just crickets and shit. Yeah. Nobody else was here. Just there, the crickets. There was, was no slam dunk competition for the, uh, mm-hmm. for the podcast. And, <laughs> it's like Red Rock was just 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 gone. <laughs> but no, I am back. We are back. And uh so let's check in and see what what's what y'all been up to for the last couple weeks. Okay, well um yeah, yeah. So uh <clears throat> so yesterday was my birthday, right? Yay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh <laughs> Happy birthday with your old ass. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> my ass ain't the only thing that's old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I got a, I got old fingernails too. Aww. But uh, yeah, so so my mom calls me. What do you want to do for your birthday? I say go to strip club. <laughs> <laughs> that's how me and Dino Red generally celebrate right. <laughs> for the last. 30 years? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like a holiday, right? Really? Yeah. The strippers have the circle marked. <laughs> On their calendars. Yeah. Exactly. As a matter of fact, I think the f- their first day, mm-hmm. they get uh, a bikini. Mm-hmm. 
and a calendar with the, our well, birthdays. I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a calendar bikini. <laughs> a calendar G-string, as it were. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's, so, that's, yeah that's essential for every stripper in Southern California <laughs> they, to know damn, when our, our birthdays, birthdays are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know y'all was making it rain like that. Oh, yeah. So we, we, we like weather enforcement. We, we go in there. <laughs> we seed in the clouds. Oh, okay. Damon makes it rain. I just make it sprinkle. Yeah. <laughs> God, I felt a, a light mist. Dino makes it fog. <laughs> they, call, they call them London Fog. <laughs> so everybody else got a name, so the egos in there is London Fog. And me and Mel Torme. <laughs> Velvet in London. That's funny. So anyway, so did you go? Uh, uh, well, you know, I, I, yeah, I told, I told my mom that I'm, I'm getting too old for Chuck E. Cheese. So, <laughs> so unless uh, he has a G string. Well, <laughs> well, whose idea was it to, to like, you know, serve pizza to kids with a giant rat? That, 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 just, that just sounds disgusting to me. So yeah, I, I had pizza yeah. served to me by a woman in a G string. Yeah, that, that sounds much more palatable. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> You can't get no disease from a woman in a G-string. <laughs> no. <laughs> Contrary to everything we've talked about on this show. <laughs> That's impossible. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hear that, kids? Safe sex is sex with woman in a g-string. As long as she doesn't take the g-string off, you're good. Just have her pull it to the side. Yeah. Pull your panties to the side. I'm like, uh, uh. Anyway. makes everything all right. It's terrible. Anyway. No, but it, uh, no. Oh, see the kids. They, they, the kids approve. The kids, the kid, it, it, kids approve. Kids approve. Child, child tested. Uh, you know, mother approved. Mother approved. <laughs> so how did the how did this Dame, the Damon the Weasel Standifer Stripper Employment Act go yesterday? <laughs> I, I realized that. that they lobbying before Congress. <laughs> We're gonna get this shit passed before before Obama get out of office because you know he's our best shot. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> lab dance, lab dance, radioactive. <laughs> yeah, I went to this place called the Gaza Strip. <laughs> oh. It's over on uh, 9-11 Alcadia Way You finna get us bombed uh, up wow. I'm not, ISIS I'm not with him I don't even know him ISIS So that's the kind of strip that's going over there in Gaza Oh yeah, mm. yeah they're, they're. I wanna go now <laughs> Yeah, you go on a magic carpet ride over there. <laughs> oh my god! A hijab with a, uh, a bikini on. Yes. That's not the P they're talking about liberating. Okay, the PLO. You got to start with some P. Might as well be the swaggy, swaggy one. Here's <laughs> <Hey>, swaggy. <laughs> anyway, so what happened up in the strip club? Oh, ain't nothing happened that I can talk about on a on a podcast. <laughs> right. Why the fuck do you think we started this podcast? <laughs> Come on. Spill the beat. Uh, no, spill the tea. I, I, I ain't nothing happy. You know, I went in there, you know, watched some women dance, got a few lap dances, and you know, that was that was pretty much it, you know. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't do anything else. I mean, that's against the law. <laughs> Officer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, my mother gave me a couple hundred bucks for the VIP room, but I you know <laughs> that, Word. I'm making that up. Okay. No, <laughs> she, I mean, she got this look for real? I mean your mom sounds real fucking cool. I mean I wouldn't well, be surprised. Well yeah, she's a character that I made. <laughs> I, I just feel bad for Chris Rock because Chris Rock said there's no sex in the champagne room. Yeah, well, I'm no like, s- he's been to the wrong champagne room. 
There was no champagne in the champagne room. It was just, that's what's not in the champagne room. I know. It's because he was in the real champagne room. You guys were in the Ripple room. There's plenty of sex in the Andre Ripple room, in the Boone's Farm Strawberry Hill room. I'd like to get one across my lips. The, the Mad Dog 2020 room. Oh. All aboard for the night train. <laughs> Elamont, you and Rollo, come on down with me to the guys of the strip. We're going to have a little fun. Our readers, I mean our readers, our listeners who were born after, anytime in the last yeah. half century are like, what? They're lost. They're what like, what the fuck? Yeah. Them motherfuckers are off the chain. And you know, I've recently found out there's a lot more of them than I thought. There's there's a lot. We have, we've been thinking all this time that everybody was old and like 40 plus and right. 50s and all that. No. I know. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of young people. Now. I know. A lot of young people. I know. We have to start catering to a more youthful audience. <laughs> I have a story later that's going to kick in. Oh, wait. What is about? You want to go see SpongeBob? No. Is that it? No. No, it's just my. What's wrong with seeing SpongeBob? <laughs> my hairdresser is. Um... They say, how else am I supposed to get the little kids come sit on my lap? <laughs> Dude, you know good and well that I got the job as the mall Santa to get the kids to sit on my lap. Right. Stop making stuff up. Charlie Bell? Charlie Bell, you there? Charlie, we lost it for a minute. Charlie Bell? Tap-tap, <laughs> is this thing on? What the fuck? Well, so what's up with you, Charlie Bell? What's been up? What's, what's, oh, my God. Let's get the show back on, on, on the tracks. We've been derailed momentarily. <laughs> Derailed by D Weasel. <laughs> okay, so as far as my life, you know, I've been enjoying my little time off. I took a little trip up to the bay to visit my family. To the yay area. Yay area and do some tourism type stuff. But then when I came back, I got invited out for a date. Oh, wow. So this guy has been... <laughs> hold, hold your applause. Uh-oh. Hold your applause. <laughs> oh no! Oh he, no! He, he didn't take you to the champagne room, did he? <laughs> mm. <laughs> hold, <laughs> hold that thought. <laughs> so this guy's been asking me out for quite a long time, and you know he's very polite. He's really sweet. He comes from a super like waspy, mm-hmm. um, you know, kind of privileged. What do you call it? Sid- high sedity background. Doesn't sound like your type at all. Mm, yeah, not really. <laughs> no. Not really. <laughs> but whatever. He's nice, good looking, mm-hmm. very, right. very fit surfer. He's got the the abs, the six pack. You know, mm. I'm California girl. I'm not. I'm not immune to that. Right. So anyway, so he he asked me out. He's been asking me out for a while. So finally, I was like, you know what? I'll go out with him. What's the big deal? So. He takes me out. We have some drinks. We have some dinner. And then he's like, oh, I'm taking you to this party. And I, okay, let me, full disclosure, I knew that he kind of was into swinging, right? Like, I knew that that was his lifestyle. I don't judge. You know, do you? So it turns out he actually wants me to come be a, not a date. Hollywood swinger. Right. He wants me to be his swing partner. Mm. So I'm like, oh, I'll go. So I go. So he's 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 a giver. He didn't want you all to himself. He wanted to share. He wanted to share. Right. Share the wealth. Well, I don't know what share his, the swaggy pee. Right. I don't know what his intention was, but I went and I observed. Mm. So anyway, but it. So we're still friends, and you know, but I think that we probably won't be going on any more dates. Mm. <laughs> no, no swinging for you. Not with him. <laughs> oh. No, I'm just saying, maybe if I, you know, I'm just saying, like, it's one thing, I think, if you're in a relationship and you pursue that as a couple, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's your deal. So he basically 
his whole purpose was to acquire you as a swing partner? That's what I'm detecting, yes. So he was like, mm, I don't want to have sex with her, but this nigga <laughs> over here might. Because <laughs> I want to hit who he got, and I could use her for bait. Well, well you, know, you know the trade deadline was like this Thursday, right? <laughs> right, right. right. Yeah. NBA trade deadline, right. yeah. Oh, my gosh. You could get at least three point guards for me. <laughs> and a chocolate center. <laughs> Uh, let's see, Kendall uh, Marshall, <laughs> Muggsy Bowles, <laughs> and Ish Smith. No, <laughs> whatever. And, and, and the player to be named later. Man, well, and a draft pick. <laughs> uh, Robin uh, Cradle. Man, it's crazy. Man, two weeks. It seemed like a gang of shit happening with me. Man, There's all kind of stuff. Uh, first, I want to tease our guest. We have a, a special guest coming up today. Um, Very special. Yeah, Pip Lilly. All right. He is um, he is one of our, our good fans and friends of the show. And uh, he will be here live in studio to tell us about him, uh, tell us all about himself and whatnot. But uh, me, man, I don't even know which story to tell you guys. I mean, maybe I'll let you guys decide to throw them out there. Okay. Well, Multiple I, there's, there's, yeah, there's, um, let's see. Um, it's like pick your own adventure. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, a game banger tried to rob me. Ooh. Um, yeah, that happened. Uh, let's see. Mm. You were just talking about how you don't live in the hood, but this wasn't at my house. <laughs> this was at work. Ooh. Um, let's see. Um, what else happened? Oh, uh, my daughter thinks we're white. <laughs> um, that happened. And okay, my pick. I got my pick. Oh, and um, I got the glaucoma. Oh, yeah, nah, that's a yeah, I got that shit. <laughs> we, 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 we got we got something in common. I I I I, ha- I have that too. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, Give so, it up, so we can smoke weed together. That part, yeah. <laughs> I got some for you. No, it's kidding. I had glaucoma and then. Because I got high. Okay, so uh, okay, what story? What story? You okay, want to hear? I want to hear about. The, the baby thinking you're white. You want to hear all of them, don't you? Tell the truth. I do. I'm going for D, all of the above. <laughs> but on a serious note, the glaucoma one, I think we need to, to devote a show to that. I think we need <laughs> okay. a more personal show to vote to that one. I'm not ready for that. I don't know about a whole show. Well. But, uh, you know. As we, far need as, some, we need to do some woosahs before we jump into <laughs> that one. I mean, as, as far as things to get, you know, that, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's something that's... Uh, they can't. It's not curable, but they they can stop you from going blind. So that's they can key. they can they can stop the process. That's key. So yeah, and so it was detected early. So you know, <clears throat> so well, thank yeah, God for it that. Is what it is. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm practically I'm, blind anyway. So I just you know whatever. <laughs> and see, now, now, I'm curious about who had the nerve to try and rob you. <laughs> the ophthalmologist. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even see it coming. <laughs> I'm not going to blindside this thing. <laughs> no, that's not funny. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So where where we start? We'll start the, with the, the go in order? Okay. We'll go in order. All right. So I'm in 7-Eleven on my lunch break, 
And that was your first mistake. And this this guy, uh, I'm at the counter and I'm 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 paying for my my stuff and I have my wallet out and I'm handing the cashier my money. <clears throat> and this uh this guy, he comes in you know, this this gangbanger thug dude. He's all like, close me. He's been drinking already, and uh, he getting like a, a forty or whatever, and he puts it on the counter, and uh, he's like, you got me two homes. <gasps> And I was like, and he like points at my, uh, at my, towards my wallet. And I'm like, ah, uh, ha, ha, you know, just kind of laugh it off. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, <clears throat> he takes his hand and he motions towards my wallet. Like he's reaching for my wallet. Mm-hmm. And I pushed his hand away. Mm-hmm. And then I pushed him back because mm-hmm. he was actually leaning on me physically touching me right at this point oh, right man. up against me mm-hmm. he's like you got all that you got all that in there all that scratching there or whatever right and so i pushed him back and i was like dude step the fuck back and keep your hands away from my wallet mm-hmm. you know we're gonna have a problem and uh he said something like uh he mumbled something about uh watch yourself or break yourself or some shit like that. I don't know exactly what he said. And uh, <clears throat> so I turned and I faced him because I was, you know, facing the counter. I turned and I faced him and I took a step forward. Yeah, I took a step forward and looked down on him <laughs> and said, what, we got a problem? I'm like, you, you got a problem? We can go right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, he hit me up with some sign. Mm-hmm. Whatever his gang is. I was like, I don't give a fuck about your gang. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's just me and you standing here. Mm-hmm. You know? So, what? You know, and like, you strapped? You got a gun? What? Because if you ain't got a gun, you got a problem. Right. Because I'm like, I got six inches on him. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got 100 pounds on him. I got a cane and a knife. You go out to get your ass whooped. <laughs> <laughs> you going to get stomped today all up and down 7-Eleven. Wow. And, um... <clears throat> He uh he threw up some more signs, or whatever, but he didn't say nothing. Uh he kinda mumbled something, or whatever. And so I just got my stuff and left. Mm. But uh you How know How old was he? He was probably like mm, mid mid to yeah, like mid twenties, like twenty six ish. Wow. Somewhere t- hitting close to thirty. Too old too goddamn old. <laughs> yeah, old he was too to old too better. But um I'm thinking that he probably figured more than trying to rob me, he was trying to punk me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because even though I'm bigger than him, right? I look like I'm as I was at work, so right. I look like a square, like square dude. I look yeah. like a square. Right. I got my beard going with the gray in it. Right, right, right. And I have my cane because of my foot. Right, right. You know. <clears throat> so he probably thought I was a mark. Yeah. Right. And he could intimidate me because he right. wasn't small. Mm-hmm. He just was smaller than me. Right. You know. And uh, he's like probably, I don't know. To some close to three hundred pounds in like five uh five nine. Right. You know? Right. So he wasn't a small dude. Right. You know, and most people probably would have just, you know Back the fuck up. Right, exactly. But no. <laughs> Not even on a good day. <laughs> yeah. Wow. wow. So yeah. So, so did he rob the seven eleven instead? <laughs> 
He didn't have. He wasn't that organized. You know, <laughs> he wasn't wasn't thinking it through. Yeah, no, I think he probably started off playing, mm-hmm. but then got upset when I, you know, when you weren't intimidated. I, right, exactly. Like, how dare you not, not be, be intimidated? Right, right. How dare you not just hand over your wallet yeah. when I, you know, lean up against you and you know, because I'm a thug, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna give it back. <laughs> <laughs> he felt his testicles yeah. shrinking when his little Debo from Friday act didn't come through. What a, <laughs> so yeah, that that sucks. Yeah. So then, um, so Danya, Danya and Shantae are having a conversation. And wait, background. The, hmm. Full disclosure. Background. Dino and all his family are very light skinned. <laughs> They're light skinned Negroids. <laughs> okay. Continue. Yeah. Okay. Um. <clears throat> so they somehow I don't know they they're talking about time travel for some reason. <laughs> Yeah, of course. She talks. To, <laughs> she talks to the baby about time travel. Me, I get you know what's what's going on with uh, Donna Karen and you know Donatella right. Versace, right. but but Donya gets the, the time travel uh, <laughs> conversation. Yeah. Really, she believes the children of the future. I'm like, okay, very but you, good. she's just very, trying to. Very good. I but like you, it. she's just trying to step up your fashion game. <laughs> but anyway, go ahead. So anyway, um, she says something about going. Uh, Donya says something about you know time travel and and then. And then Shantae, uh, she goes, well, I don't know, honey. That might be okay for white people. She's like, why? Well, why you say that? She's like, well, you know, the past wasn't so good for black people. You know, it was, there oh, was some hard times. Time. Right, oh, right. She wanted to go back. Right. Oh, there's, there's, yeah. there's, there's, you know, there's, you know, it's, kind of, it's better for us. It's better for black people now than in the past. Right. So, you know, black people got to be careful where they go. <laughs> And when they when you travel a time, <laughs> their choices in time travel. Right. We we might get thrown out this house. <laughs> might fuck around and end up on the middle passage somewhere. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I was trying to take a cruise. <laughs> this ain't the Princess Cruise Block. <laughs> right. The London Atlantic. Yes. Right. No, honey. No. <laughs> And so she said, but white people, you know, they pretty much can go how they please. And so uh, Danya extrapolates and says, oh, so me and daddy can go back in time, but mommy can't. What? <laughs> wait. Wait, wait. I don't, wait. Hold exactly. On. That's what I said. Okay. I said, wait. So, baby. So I said, so what are we? She's like, we're white. I said, okay, what's mommy? Well... <laughs> She she's a little bit black, kind of. <laughs> she got one drop in her. <laughs> like technically, wait, she, why, she okay. can pass the paper bag test, but there's still something about her that leads me to believe that she's black. <laughs> so that's my okay. So I, I I I was thinking she thought all three of you were white. I, exactly. Well, how, how did she no. differentiate between? Where's the line of demarcation between? Have you, you met her mother? <laughs> Daddy likes the colored girls. <laughs> yeah, I can't figure that one out either. And I can tell she's confused by it because, you know, she says she's kind of black or a little right. bit black. Mm-hmm. Like, right. she's damn near as white as the rest of us, but it's just something about mommy. She can tell that mommy's black. <laughs> 
Wow. Don't know what that is. That's so deep. It's all but those episodes of Blackish. That's actually very common with um, light skinned people. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. Well, that, not not just light skinned people. The little um, kids, the little kids, they, you know, when they first become aware of race, right. they, they, they base it solely on solely shade. On, right. Yeah, I had, so, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. So just, it's, yeah, like <laughs> your, your, your little girl is light skinned and obviously as, as both you and your wife are. So, but. My niece, she's chocolate. She's a little, you know, brown girl. Mm-hmm. And her mom, my sister, is nowhere near as fair as you. She's mm-hmm. between my complexion and your complexion, which is, you know, medium, light, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, when when my niece was little, she was like, Mommy. Like, she was having issues about her, her color, right? Mm-hmm. And so she said, Mommy, I wish I was white like you. <laughs> <laughs> and we all were like, what? "Wow!" I mean, and my sister's nowhere near, yeah. and she has an afro and everything. Yeah. And you know, at least at that time, she did. And we were like, "Wow, kids are so." Anyway, so yeah, I've yeah. seen that confusion, yeah. but I don't. I'm still tripping off. Where's the line of demarcation between right. your wife and you? Because shade wise, that's not the issue. It's something else. She's attributing blackness to. Yeah, I think uh, my my grandfather looks white, or well, he looked white. And we, uh, I was about eight when he died, um, but I just, I just assumed, uh, I just, I just assumed that he was white, mm-hmm. and uh, I didn't think anything of it until I was, uh, until I was much older, and I'm like, oh, he was, uh, <laughs> he was half white, mm-hmm. okay. uh, and you know, but yeah, but for the longest time, it was like it never occurred to me that. These, uh, these, you know, his and, and all of his his kids were light skinned, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, but it, it just never occurred to me that he was black. Mm-hmm. So, so, what do you think it is that she's attributing that you two are this way and mommy's that way? I don't know. Maybe it's because I, you know, daddy has all the right answers for the homework. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, daddy's got all the money and the good credit. I don't know. <laughs> Mommy's got good credit too. It's like, see, he's not Asian. <laughs> Could he be sure. Caucasian? <laughs> maybe I don't know. Maybe it's because uh, maybe uh, she associates my my wife's side of the family with black, mm-hmm. and then so. Maybe that has something to do with it, mm. and so she's figured since they're you know, black, they're, they're dark. Then mommy's probably, you know, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know. Next week we'll have an interview with Tanya. I, I can't. And we need to have her down here for real. <laughs> like, she gets embarrassed when you try to talk to her about it, though. So she kinda, right because she can't articulate right, where yeah, her thought process like, is coming from. Right, and then like people start laughing and stuff, and she's not <laughs> sure what they're, they're laughing. laughing and they're stuff, laughing and she's at her. Like, what's, like, what's going on? Like, yeah. what's the joke? We're like, like, oh, it's so cute. <laughs> Poor baby. Uh, that's, that's fascinating, though. Because, you know, like I said, I've seen little kids, you know, be confused based solely right. on... Shit, I've seen grown people be confused based on right. skin color, right. shade. Right. But you guys are approximately the same shade. Yeah. You know, that's interesting. Hmm. Well, I don't know. Fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, ah, yeah, I, th- I thought you guys liked that. <laughs> uh, but all right, so um, it is time um, for us to go ahead and, and bring our guest up in this piece right here. Yeah. 
All right, Pip Lily in the house. Hey, how do you go? Oh, no, oh, forgot to turn you Okay, hey. Yeah, there we go. How you do? Hey, what it do, brother? Thanks. I'm all good. It's Th- all good. Thanks for uh, coming by and kicking it with us today. Thanks for having me. I, I'm, I actually, this is nice because you know I'm a fan. Right. I'm a real fan. Like, I really listen to the show. Hey, Dominic. Hey, man. <laughs> hey. How do you listen? That's right. Shout out to Pip. He listens to uh, Hoopla and the Shiznit. Right. I do. I'm, I, sometimes I get behind on Hoopla only because it's just like, I just... I, I just call it, like I haven't watched the games. I don't want to hear no talk about it. Or right, something. right, right. You know? right. So, so sometimes it's like that, and just like I listen to actually a lot of podcasts. Right. So and sometimes I have to like like rotate out like what I listen to. But I listen. I listen to you. I've been listening to you guys pretty faithful. Cool. Yeah. Hey, well, Pot of Thrones is coming back soon, so you have to uh, get on board with that one. Now, when you guys were doing that, like I wasn't even aware of the Red Rock. Uh, podcast right. network, yeah, right, right. Uh, so I can't wait. I'm yeah. looking forward to it. Cool. You are uh, you a big GOT fan? I am not. You're not. I am not. Are I you? used to work at HBO, and I remember them putting on the air, and I was pissed that they were doing it. Why? What, what? Yeah. Because at, when I was working at HBO, I had an idea. Well, I really want. I, I, I'm fascinated with the 1920s and that mm-hmm. kind of era and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I was pitching all this stuff to them that was from that era, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Oh no, that we can't do that kind of stuff. We don't have the budget." Then they gonna come out with this shit, Game of Thrones that they shoot overseas. <laughs> oh, yeah. It right. costs millions of yeah, millions yeah. to make that show. Yeah. It's what, an expensive show. Yeah, what they is. meant was Americans we don't have the budget to do the black boys idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they meant. And don't forget Boardwalk Empire. Right. Well, which also came out around the same time. They greenlit green that show the same time. Because mm-hmm. so, oh. you know, I live, well, the section of LA I live in is like almost all 1920s, you know, West Adams sections, all mm-hmm. the 1920s homes mm-hmm. and stuff yeah. that's around there. I'm like, I'm just fascinated. I'm like, yeah. you got the stuff here. And I, I just love, I'm just, I think that era is romantic. I, yeah. Game of Thrones just never did it for me. Mm-hmm. I've watched it. I get, mm-hmm. I get the appeal. It's I, just not for me. I, got, I know something that's for you. What? Devil in the Blue Dress. I love Devil in the Blue Dress. Yeah. That is a good movie. Yeah, hell yeah. It's a great Don movie. Cheeto. He yeah. killed it. Oh yeah. my God. That's when he smashed through. <laughs> oh my God. That's when he just smashed him. He's like, I'm here, bitches. Oh yeah. If he didn't want yeah. dead, why are you leaving with me? <laughs> right? You know? That shit. Oh, I love Malice that. Malice is that. one of the classic characters of all African American mm-hmm. I love cinema. D, but she almost got slapped for that one. <laughs> oh, what did she say? She was oh when we was uh oh that's right you weren't here that I day. I wasn't here. Um when we were talking about the list of movies uh-huh. um that you uh to oh, keep your black, your black card. card right yeah. that was on there and she was like questionable. But she's never seen it. She's never seen it and no. that's why she said that's questionable. That's why you're questioning it. Right. I was like no you need to watch that movie. That, uh, in co- in context of when that movie came out as well, you know we're talking about the height of Denzel superstar right. and yes. the idea that a black man could do a film noir or that yes. sort of type that type of movie just yeah. you know it was like he was the new Sidney Poitier. Yes, exactly. It was like it, he killed it and then Don Cheadle didn't nobody know at the time. Right. He killed it. Smashed. And I, oh. Smashed him. <laughs> oh, killed him hoes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I mean, yeah, it was like you said the the, the Denzel part. That was as groundbreaking as if now Idris would be Bond. Right. You know, that was the mm-hmm, equivalent mm-hmm. of back then. Yeah. What? Yeah. Are, you know, that's actually an issue for me too. What's that? It's the British thing as well. I'm I'm not an anti Anglophile or mm-hmm. anything. I, I like anti Britite. I, I told you I watch <laughs> I watch some British shows online. Right. Like mm-hmm. I like, so I don't have an issue with that. I watch Shameless. You watch Shameless. I like Shameless. Okay. I like Shameless. The, the American or the British or both? I, I've only seen the American. Okay. 
So uh, I, I I haven't seen that. I'll watch it though. I'll yeah. check it out. Yeah. But and there's a lot of British shows. I, I my problem is I don't have any issues with that because they're making their shows. My right. problem is that here in America, right. there's so many motherfucking British people on our TV and in our yeah. movies and Australian, and we don't even right. know that they are from another country. Right. Right. And if they tried to take our jobs as teachers and right, right, right. police officers, people would be up in arms. But yeah. as actors, right now, kind of we only got. Mr. Bozeman yeah. as the only real black male superstar, mm-hmm. and then like the other ones is like Idris, and then right. what's yeah. his name? I can't pronounce oh, his name. Oh, 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 yellow. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, and and, 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 and the like, woman who, the woman who played his wife. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. where are the black American A list stars? Yeah. Well, right. it, it, it's it, it's happening even even uh, across uh, across and music too. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one yeah. of those things. I, I remember a couple of years ago, I think after the Academy Awards, I wrote America's greatest actors are British. Right. Because right. it, it, it's like it's. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's like, and, and, I, and I love their work. I don't, I don't bring no, regards no, to work, but it's like, they're but good. I'm, but I'm like you. I'm like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> you can't find no Americans that can do that. Like, yeah, none? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a big ass country, 50 ass states. <laughs> right. You can't find one black brother in front of film. And, and you know play what? Martin Luther King. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know what's funny? Um, um, what, uh, what was the movie uh, uh, where the the uh, the woman? Um, the woman turned out to be a man. Um, the crying game. The crying okay. game. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, I, I think. Um, spoiler, spoiler alert! alert. <laughs> no, spoiler alert! Twenty years later. <laughs> actually, actually, I'm, I'm confused. But Den- no, I'm, I'm sorry. I, that was a Forrest Whitaker thing. Yeah. But I, I, but I remember uh, Denzel Washington did a British movie, and a lot of the British actors, a lot of the black British actors, were pissed off that an American. Mm-hmm. Was playing the role uh, of a British thing, and now it's like you know it's totally turned around that right. the the British have invaded. Little Idris and his knickers on the playground was pissed the fuck off. His <laughs> knickers. <laughs> I, I, I have serious issues with. That. I don't have any issues with their talent. I really, right. it's, it's a work thing. I yeah. just don't think. I think you should always choose an American over a foreigner in right. any job in America. Right. Period. Well, this is the thing. The thing that the argument now is that in order for because of the changing. You know, um, marketplace is that in order for movies to make money, they have to have global streams of, of income. And also, a lot of the companies that are financing these films, especially for smaller companies, it's it's foreign investors. They're relying on foreign investment in order to finance these films, which is why they're trying to cater to a more international. I get that. You know, but we, we have made I them get international it. stars. I agree. And I this, agree. Because th- there there's there was talk in the past about like uh, before Will Smith became a, the superstar that he was. Can he carry a movie that people want to see in Come Europe? On. It's like yes, he's, he's Will American Smith. superhero. He's Will yeah. Smith, and mm-hmm. if you give him, a, you put him on the screen, he's gonna light up the screen, right. and people everywhere are gonna notice that. Right. Right. No, I agree. I'm just telling you. That I'm not saying I agree with the perspective. I'm just saying what no, their you. argument is. I feel you. It just it's something that's always bothered me. I worked. I did a show in London, fifteen, sixteen years, like ninety eight, ninety. I did a show in London on the West End, and we had to go on a Canadian contract because they would never hire that many Americans right. to be in a one a London West End show, which is like right. their Broadway. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, guys, before we get to uh, derailed. Let's mm-hmm. let's 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 bring it back a little bit to our man Pip here. Yes, he's he's our guest. I we'll started. We'll find out who. No, no, no. It's good. It's good. It's good stuff. But before we get on to that stuff, I want to I want you to tell us about you. You know, tell our people who you are and you know audience, what you our do. Our audience and, wants to know. Right. Exactly. Inquiring minds <laughs> want to know. know. Who, they, who they is this? Know? And I, let me tell you. Well, 
the first question I have is from my wife because you know she's a big fan of yours. Ever since, uh, <laughs> I, ever since I was on uh, on the show that you were on back then on T Radio V, she's been a big fan because I came out into the green room and she's like pointing at, at Pip Lily like him, him. You should be like him. You should listen to him. You should be like him. I'm like you realize he's gay, right? Like right. I, I should be like him, right? Okay, well remember that next time you get horny. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, no. She she wants the first question is is Pip your given name? That that's the number one question I get. Pip is not my given name, but okay. it's a name I've had since the day I was born. Oh, okay. So I was when I was born. So your uh, mother knew that you were gay when you were born. Oh, uh, that's not why. It was because I was so tiny, like a Pip squeak. Oh. Were you a preemie? Pip squeak. No, I wasn't a preemie. Oh. I was just tiny. I come Aww. from tiny stock. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I, I, my, I was named Albert Benedict Lily the Third. Well, that's great. Wow. That's, so now that's an actor's right? name. That, that sounds so British. I was just getting ready to say that. <laughs> Never been called you could that pass as British. Life, right? But <laughs> yeah. that was my dad. That was my granddad on my father's side. But like my parents were real young. My mom was 16 when I was born, and mm-hmm. my dad was 18. So they, they made them get married, and it mm-hmm. didn't last but a minute. And right. then he came out to – he lived in Long Beach. Uh-huh. And we, I lived in Illinois with my mom. So – I had the name Albert Benedict Lily III, but everybody called me Pip. I never remember anybody calling me Al, Albert, Aww. nothing. And then when my, my parents split up before I was two years old, my mom changed my name to Michael Thomas Lily. But she didn't legally change it because it's the 70s, early right. 70s, and it wasn't tight like it was. Right, now. right, kids, right. Like right. You, you just wrote it down on the yeah. registration, right. yep. whatever you want their name yep. to be. Yep. <laughs> I know it happened she to me. My it's true. Certificate. It's she true. go to the school. She's like, his name's Michael now. And that's it. That's right. all. That was proof enough. Right. Because my mom was there and I looked just like her, so it was like no problem. Why did she right. change her first name? She didn't. She never wanted my name to be Albert anyway. That was my dad's family. That was uh-huh. his name. She never wanted it. It was some bullshit between them that had nothing mm. to do with me. But I was called Pip. I didn't know anything about it. And I and Really? I, but I, that's on your birth certificate, Albert. That was on my birth. That was on my birth certificate. It was, um, and then I was Michael, and I was Michael throughout school until I was like, I don't know, I maybe co- freshman year in college mm. is when I took the name Pip Lily professionally. Okay. Well, yeah. you know, if you you know work on your accent and go back to <laughs> Albert Benedict <laughs> Lily, you'll get some of those. They'll think they're hiring a Brit. But pass, they'll be hiring you. Can you. Pass is British. Yeah. Pip, is a, Pip is a British name. Yeah. It, it is. is. It is. Pip, but, Pip. but but just Pip Lily doesn't have the same British swag that Albert Benedict <laughs> right. Lily does. Yeah, I, I get a feeling. Uh, I, I feel arist- I feel aristocracy when yes. Albert Benedict it Lily. And you know what? A nigga alive. And our family got that name. That's aristocratic. Hey, Pip. Pip was bombed. Pip. With the utmost respect, you sound like an uppity nigga with that name. <laughs> I'm going to keep the that. <laughs> you sound like I'm a uppity nigga with that name. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm going to keep that. Watch, watch it, Dino. <laughs> watch it, sucker. <laughs> you know, but like I, did, I, I legally changed my name when I was 21. Because my mom told me the whole story. And she's like, look, you got your birth certificate. That's one thing. Your school record. That's a mess. You're getting paid under another name. Right. You know, now that you're a legal adult, you need to. So Not to mention if the, the police ever wanted to look at you, they, that'd be that 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 would be a red flag. They'd be like, "This motherfucker, he's been up to something." Because yep. he got so many Multiple different names, names yep. Right. right? They'd be like, "Okay, he's in like he's in some kind of criminal activity." Hidden here. identities. Yeah, yeah, serial killer. He, or he something. went into witness protection at no. kindergarten. 
Well, you know, I changed my name legally to M. Pip Lily. That's my legal name, M. Oh, okay. Pip Lily. Oh, okay. People are like, what's the M stand for? It stands for Michael, but I don't like to be called Michael. Right. right? So I just like, so I just tell people, it's mmm. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah. <laughs> Notes in your mouth, not in your hands. <laughs> and at this point in my life, I've actually been Pip Lily longer, legally longer than I've been any other name. Okay. 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 So cool. Okay. So my wife's got an answer for that. For that question. <laughs> oh my god! I just realized my family, the Lily's gonna hear, and, I'm, and I said, "Oh, them niggas." Those niggas. <laughs> like, you don't like your daddy. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, he did. He don't know. <laughs> uh, my granddad did too. Mm. No disrespect. No right, disrespect. right, right. So okay. So tell us, tell us your story, man. Tell us about uh, how you got into this acting thing, and you know, or do you consider yourself a comedian? Because you're funny. You're a funny cat. You know, do you, I mostly I work in comedy. Okay. I mostly. I did. I, you I, ever I, do stand up? No. No. Okay. No. I'm, I've I've done MC work. I like doing the MC work. I don't mm. like doing stand up because I don't like working alone. Okay. But I I, got I, you. I, I, I started. You're an ensemble player. Well, I just, I get stage fright still. Mm-hmm. And it's nicer mm-hmm. when you got somebody on stage with you yeah. than when you just stand up. And, and also when you're doing stand-up, you're doing some version of yourself. You know, right. Not to mention when there's somebody else on stage with you and you guys suck, you get off, you can always blame the other person. Well, oh, you know, <laughs> or it was this somebody, motherfucker over here. It was all his fault. I was funny. When I'm bothered <laughs> with somebody else, at least you got that look in your eye like, we know we're in this together. Right, right. right. Like it's us, you know. So it's kind of fun at that point. But and, you by yourself and, and everybody looking at you, oh, man. And Dino. And Dino uh, uh, actors, well, actually, sometimes they do blame each other, but most of the time they blame the audience. Oh, okay. It's, it's like you go backstage and you're like, oh, so what are they like? <laughs> like we got an audience Brutal. full of haters. And ain't nothing but haters. Brutal. It was a haters ticket sale. But I started off wanting to be a mix of Eddie Murphy and Whoopi Goldberg. Those are my idols. Ooh, oh, really? I can see that. I, I can see that. I wanted to do like, because, you know, Whoopi did that one woman show. Yes, that was so And I'm great. like, I want, she was serious and funny. Yes. So I wanted to do that. And Eddie's just such a great character yeah. actor. And I'm mm-hmm. like, and he, he's funny. Hilarious. You know, he dropped the ball in that SNL thing, but yeah. he was, yeah. he's still funny. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, that SNL thing, he, they originally wanted him to do Cosby. I heard that. Yeah. And he, he, re, he refused to do it. He's like, yeah. I don't, don't want to kick a man when he's down. I respect that. Yeah. So yeah. I, I give, it up to, give it up to Eddie for that. He's Eddie Murphy. He ain't got to do shit yeah. he don't want to do. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. But I, I, I was upset that he wasn't any any sketch. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he could have done something. That, that's, that's the way I, I feel. I mean, not, not necessarily Cosby. But, he could have uh, done Mr. Robinson. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that yeah. would have yeah. made my frigging day. <laughs> well, did, did they give him that offer, though? I mean, oh, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm he... sure they would have wanted him to do a sketch. Yeah. If, yeah. if you had the opportunity to have Eddie Murphy reprise mm-hmm. Mr. Robinson, you would take it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I yeah. think. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, I mean that's, that's the man who saved Saturday Night Live. For sure. It's, it's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I remember when I was a kid, man, I, I uh, you know, I, I was in high school, and, and you know, it was like he was like the first guy, you know, uh, some you know dudes were coming to school and putting on sunglasses and doing the Stevie Wonder thing, right. yeah. and, and and you know you're like laughing your ass off, and then you find out it's it. Oh, this is guy on uh, <laughs> this is guy on Saturday Night Live, the black guy. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 My hero. So this is how. Damn, I, I hate you always make me. Fucking reveal my age, fucking bullshit. But I'm just gonna say it. I'm she's gonna say much it. younger than me. I'm just gonna say it. I no, had the Eddie Murphy oh. album, record yeah. album oh, yeah, on yeah. wax. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I had it on cassette tape. Party all the time. On cassette tape. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 before the, the no, like, not party all the time. Oh, the I'm actual comedy about, album. Oh, you talking about? Oh, you talking about? Yeah, yeah. And when um, when he talked about and. Um, 
these Jamaicans was coming around the corner. <laughs> when he I had seen to, it. I, I seen it. it. I saw the whole thing. I walked down the street, minding my own business, right? And I you know them big old West. He stopped him out with them big old West Indian feet. You know what? Yeah, that whole I thing. loved Eddie Murphy. <laughs> I loved Eddie Murphy. And Whoopi Goldberg. People also forget, like she's not even that old, but like in her day, in the height of her day, yeah, a black woman. Yes. She hosted the Oscars four times. Mm. First, she was woman huge, and first black person. And she had an Oscar. People forget about the Oscar, yes, which she should have got for Color Purple. Yeah. Yes. She had to make it up for it and give it to her for Ghost, yeah. which is whatever. But she got one. Yeah. And she also remember people like she was the equal of Robin Williams and Absolutely. Billy Crystal. Like Absolutely. she stood side by side with them. Yeah. She wasn't the sidekick. Right. She, no, was she wasn't the star with them. Yeah, I remember like she it was it was like suddenly it was like, Well, you have to see this woman. You have to see this woman. She had she had the one woman show. Genius. And it, it was like, wow, it was remarkable. And she was And she wrote it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so great. Yeah. Genius. And she yeah, yeah it it was like it did it did it start off being off Broadway or something? Yeah. 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 And Mike Nichols directed it on mm-hmm. Broadway. Yeah, yeah. And then that's how she got to Steven Spielberg. She mm-hmm. did that show for Spielberg at mm-hmm. his house. Yeah. As her audition for it's The awesome. Color Purple. Yeah, and The Color Purple was her first uh, film. I think it was her technically her second, but it's her first where she was known. Like she was because mm. I think it even might even say introducing. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, her mm. in, the, in the movie, but I, I feel like she did like some low budget thing. Mm-hmm. I that still came out. After. I still feel like Color Purple was her best role ever. Dina Red and the you just want to hear your name <laughs> sung by a lovely lady <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> I told you I get an erection every time we play that. that I don't think we need an erection for this conversation. <laughs> that was a good episode of the show. That was a good podcast. Thank you. She is brilliant. Thank you. Yeah, she's 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 cool. Love that girl. <laughs> I, had, I'm, oh, I just had a fanboy moment here. On the show. <laughs> and, uh, he was standing. <laughs> nice. Okay. So, all right, Pip. So, tell us. Okay. When did you first start acting? I got my very first check for acting in 1984. I found actually the W-2 form just last week. I made $500.75 for for doing a play in the park in Peoria. And that was my first. And I and I knew that this is what I always wanted to do because I go back to the days, you know, like variety shows mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and all that stuff like that. And I'm like, that's what I want to sing and dance and do comedy. Mm-hmm. And then like, when I got to high school, it was all about Eddie Murphy and Whoopi Goldberg. Mm-hmm. And that's what I wanted to do. And that's what I started to do. And, I'm, you know, I moved to Chicago. How yeah. far is Peoria from Chicago? Chicago uh, Peoria is halfway almost exactly between Chicago and St. Louis. <clears throat> In Illinois, and, right, and like it, right, right in the middle, and it's the hometown of Richard Pryor. It is the hometown of Richard Pryor, as that's, that's awesome. correct. So, who were some oh, of your variety man. show uh, people that you looked up to? I loved Carol Burnett. Oh yeah, I loved. Oh yeah, uh, Lucille Ball. I loved the Jacksons. The oh, and yeah. I loved uh, Diana Ross. We know. talked about variety shows on the real early show when our uncle was still here. Oh wow, mm-hmm. I loved all yeah. that. I loved all that. I did. I uh, watched Diana Marie. Didn't like it, but I watched it. Yeah, I of course. The, and we all had sisters. It and Gladys Knight and the Pips, of course. Love and the Pips. <laughs> I love Richard Pryor's show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. that was so good. That was really Let's good. See, I don't remember that one. Oh, I remember. It was yeah. not very long. Yeah, it was, I remember. We, we, you're from Peoria. There's no way you're not going to watch Richard Pryor's show. It's okay. on DVD. You can get it. Like on you, Amazon. You can get it on YouTube. One day. Or YouTube. Yeah, yeah, some of it's on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Robin Williams got his start on uh, the Richard yeah, Pryor show. Yeah, he did. Uh, Tim Reed was one of the writers and one of the... Uh, one of the uh, oh, okay. Uh, 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 players and 
uh, yeah, uh, he, uh, <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he did this bit where he was a, a preacher. Uh, he was like, let Mojo handle it. And, and, uh, Robin Williams comes out. It's like, Mojo, I needs to be healed. And he's, he's doing, uh, all the bits. And you see, like, you see, like, uh, some of these people in, like, their embryonic stages. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, God, who's the woman? Uh, she, she used to pal around Madonna. Uh, Sandra Bernhardt. Sandra yes. Bernhardt. She got her start on the Richard Pryor show. Yep. She was one of the writers on, on that show. It, it was good stuff. Yeah, it was. It was All around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if you look at. Lick that pussy. <laughs> lick that pussy. Hey, lick that pussy. Hey, lick that pussy. Everybody wanted her to lick that pussy. Though. She dated a lot of high profile ladies, I yeah. feel like. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. So yeah, that's how I got. And you know, the Mel Brooks movies, I loved all that oh, when I was yeah. a kid. Mm-hmm. And party albums, I did like sneak and listen to my because my stepfather had, you know, Richard Pryor mm-hmm. and, and and Fred uh, uh, Red, Red Fox. Fox. Yes, um, all that. I, Rudy I was Ray Moore, Rudy Ray Moore, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Dolomite. Uh, Esther, what's her name? Oh, uh, Lawanda Page. Page. Yes. The world's biggest dick. Oh, my gosh. That stuff, when I was a kid, that was killer comedy. Like, it was. Oh my, cause it's, you know, it was naughty. so taboo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's the joke she told on the playground mm-hmm. when the teachers weren't around. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's, that's, that's the first place I heard Richard Pryor was on the playgrounds. My buddy Frederick, he knew, he memorized that nigga's crazy. And, like, he, would, he, would, he would just repeat it, and we thought, man, Frederick is funny. <laughs> well, my friend Bobby, this mm-hmm. is my best best friend when I was a little kid and this is fucked up so um, because his mom was having an affair with my stepfather Ooh. so that was why we got to hang out because my stepdad was fucking his mom oh, wow so um, but we, wow yeah. blast gotta, put you yeah. on blast pops you gotta yeah. keep each other busy huh yeah well yeah well you know we as kids we didn't know mm-hmm. what was going, going on, on we yeah. just yeah, liked right. each other because we was kids yeah. right. and he was really into comedy and he's the one that like when the adults would go out of the house. He like you gotta listen to this album, <laughs> and he put this album on, and he would like he got me. To, I never heard of Mel Brooks. And he's like mm-hmm. you gotta see this movie, and mm-hmm. so I would, I would watch all, and we would just laugh and laugh and laugh, and then we acted out, <laughs> and it was some secret that our little sister couldn't be in on. So how we had, like, cute! A, yeah, that was that's how I got into comedy. That's why I wanted to do that. That's awesome. What's your favorite uh, Mel Brooks movie? Uh, probably I would say. Oh, favorite. That's tough. I'm going to say History of the World because I, that's mm. the first one I saw. Okay. Yeah. But I really like the producers and I love, mm. love Young Frankenstein. Like, mm-hmm. I think that movie is almost perfect. Mm. Oh, oh, but Blazing Saddles. Yeah, I can't forget it. Can't leave. So, uh, yeah, I don't. You would have named all of them. <laughs> the history of the World is probably because it's got sentimental. That's value. a sentimental I think, favorite. I think History of the World was the first one I ever saw. Yeah. Um, but I, I, but my. But <laughs> I remember the scene where, like, the eunuchs are standing no, in line. No, no, no. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> yes. That, yeah, that yeah, yeah, that was that was my, that was that was our most quoted yeah. movie. We would mm-hmm. act out that movie all yeah. the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my, my my favorite, of course, my favorite was Blazing Saddles because because uh, uh, it, it was classic. Yeah, it was based on Richard Pryor's routine, Black Bart the Blacksmith, mm-hmm. and uh, it was and he was originally supposed to play the role that uh, right. Uh, what's his Cleveland name? Little. Cleveland Little ended up playing. And it was. It Damn, was, you yeah. away my age. <laughs> he wrote on. He did some writing on. Yeah, it. he did. He did. I, I hear that he wrote the wrote Mungo's lines. Oh, he did. Like he was. That was Richard Pryor. Just thought that that shit was funny. I heard uh-huh. Mel Brooks say that, and he just like like he just like like I want to write for Mungo. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. Mungo just pawn in Game of Life. <laughs> so Pip, tell us how do you uh, how do you get into podcasting? 
That was ex- accidental, mm-hmm. actually. Uh, I think it was accidental for everybody. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I kind of started. I came over here to watch the game. <laughs> <laughs> I just started listening to them, and I was sort of into listening. I think the first one I ever listened to was actually was a gay podcast called uh, Gay Pimpin' with Johnny McGovern. And he used to do. He he lives here now, but he was in New York, and it had this New York underground gay club feel to it. And they just were funny. Are they still on? Yeah, he's still on. He's got a different show. He lives in L.A. now. It's a different crew, but mm-hmm. like that New York one was my world. Like they just cracked me up with uh-huh. that. Like they just were. They had the whole like uh, Paris is burning type. Yeah, yeah. Like lingo, and I just I, that's the first one I got into, and then I moved mm. here. And I met uh, Langdon from Langdon Nation, and uh, actually a friend of mine was a guest on his show, and another friend of mine used to be one of the co-hosts, and I started listening to his show, and eventually uh, he invited me on, and then they invited me to be part of the cast, and I did that for a minute, and then I left that in September, and I just, you know, that, but that's how I did I just did, I only really did that show. Mm-hmm. So Would you be open to podcasting again or do you think that's something like ah oh, i've done that and you moved on from it or what's up well i like it because it's mm-hmm. it's because it's like old-fashioned broadcasting mm-hmm. to me and i think i'm good on a mic like i like mm-hmm. talking i like conversation i was actually thinking about it when i left langdon show i was like well what would i do if i did something and i'm like uh i actually been thinking about it. i got some mm-hmm. ideas for something i would like to do actually okay so mm-hmm. I, yeah i would do it i actually have an idea for a show well, let's talk afterwards. I will, because I, I was like, I, don't say it. You're on the air, fool. <laughs> <laughs> but I got an idea for a show, and it's actually, I got the idea. It's just, nothing's new, but Joan Rivers was another was one of my like, mm. favorite like people, oh, legends yeah, I looked up to. She's, she's remarkable. And I have an idea based off an old Joan Rivers show. That's all I'll say. Okay. 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 All right. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, um, why don't we go ahead and take a break, and then we'll come back with some of our topics. And Pip, you can, uh, you know, if you want to hang in with us, we'd be glad to have you cool. sit, sit for the rest of the show. Yay. All right, cool. There we go. Seven thirty. Come experience pop, pop, pop culture from the dark side. On the seven thirty show with me, Latone. Ooh, I, I need my cigar on this. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker. Tune in, Betamax, and VHS. Yo, what's up with your boy? I'm just a man with a fork and a world full of soup. No, I don't need no damn medicine. Latone Hart, he may need medicine. Check me out on the 730 Show podcast. What up, fam? This is Gil Laurie from the Onyx Truth podcast, and you are listening to my light-skinned brother from another mother, Dino Red from the Red Rock Podcast Network. So keep it locked. Yeah. 
track. For sure, for sure. Y'all ever heard that version? No, y'all ain't never heard that before. Didn't know it existed. <laughs> Don't try to act like you heard that mix before. You never heard that. I heard it before. You ain't never heard Destiny's Child doing up in the club. Beyonce. Talking about Go Shorty. It's Beyonce. You ain't heard that. Mm-hmm. You know, Charlie, you- Bell, Charlie Bell tried to act like she's, you know... Up on like all no the, all the media and all that. Now stuff. I told you I don't know none of the movies. I that, that haven't seen true. any of the. I've literally other than Selma, I've not seen one of the pictures up. So for, we we're not going to even pretend like we're going to do the Oscars. Yeah, <laughs> I seen them all. They almost all are boring. Seriously. Yeah, that's what I heard. I don't understand the Oscars anymore. Like it's just it's just yeah. movies that don't nobody see. Even my wife friends were saying that. Yeah, I <laughs> it, see. It's we, really boring. I see nobody's like uh, chomping at the bit to talk about the Grammys either. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I like this. At this point, I just like the fashion. I just want to exactly. see what people are wearing. You know, did right. you see Prince at the Grammys? Hell yeah! Why was that that was the highlight. Why was people talking about that was a jumpsuit? That was not a jumpsuit. That was two pieces. He kind of looked like a Golden Girls. But it wasn't a jumpsuit. People kept saying that he was wearing some golden peach jumpsuit or something. But it wasn't a Prince jumpsuit. He can wear whatever he. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he been doing it this long. I don't know why he stopped now. Anyway. Exactly. Why would he? You know, he always been looking crazy. He like, told. <laughs> I know. I know. That look on his face when Kanye tried to jump up. He said, "Sit your ass down." Here's the thing about Prince. So Prince, sit your ass down when grown folks is talking. Seriously. <laughs> So Prince has always been pretty, and when pretty boys become old men, they look like pretty old ladies. Yeah, and that's sort of what's happening to Prince. He's not to have that quite that. He's still Prince. He's still got the goods talent right. wise, but right. like that edge, sexy edge that he had is yeah. now becoming like a little old ladyish. Like you know, like <laughs> it happened to Paul McCartney. You know, that's what happened to the he- cute young guys become pretty old ladies. He's becoming. Hmm. Le- wow. He's becoming the funk punk Lena Horne. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Pip liked that one. Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> the funk punk Lena Horn. You like that? <laughs> News and noteworthy. The shiznit. Singer Leslie Gore dead at 68. Gore, best known for her 60s hit, It's My Party. Uh, she died on Monday after a battle with cancer. And uh, it was told to the Shiznit reporters that as her family gathered around her and the young ones could be heard saying, don't go, Grammy, don't go. She could be heard saying, it's my funeral and I'll die if I want to, die if I want to, die if I want to. (laughs) You would die too if it happened to you. Sometimes we need an editor on these jokes. That's all I'm going to say. Next. <laughs> She's saying that song from um, First Wives Club, right? Don't you don't know me? Oh, I, I, didn't, I didn't know that. Charlie Bell's like a 40-degree day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, wasn't that? You don't own me. I know that. Only, I think Leslie Gore sang that. Was it? You don't own me. Maybe. I don't know. I only know that, that one song. She was uh, discovered by Quincy Jones. Was she? Yeah. yeah. I'm not surprised by that. Yeah. I've seen, because yeah. she passed away, you know, they always, you know, show clips and stuff. They've become available, like, from years past. So I saw some her singing on some old 60s stuff. Mm-hmm. She could sing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. could really sing. Like, I guess she also from that day when they really did sing. Right, when they yeah. had to sing because there was no sang, auto-tune. <laughs> like, you know, not like a black woman, but mm-hmm. like a white version 
a right. black woman. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. A white woman like with pink. a voice. Right. <laughs> like, like, yeah, you can sing. You're not right. black, but you got the. You got. It. Yeah. You right. could. You could come to my church. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Diary of a mad version mm. of a black woman. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of church. Oh. That. Uh, <laughs> What was up with Beyonce at the Grammy singing that church song? That was whack, dude. It was terrible. There was like no kind of I mean like she didn't sing it wrong or or badly. Like mm-hmm. she didn't make mistakes. She kind of did, but not they really. Had no, technically singers. technically it was okay. There was a few but false there was, notes. There was it was like the emotion and the the spirit and the feel that was what was missing. Yeah, that, that was, was totally like, lacking. That, she not was, a church singer. Obviously. Mm. Wow, but, but I've yeah. heard her sing other stuff that had, you know, like a similar type of feel that you would be looking for in that song, and like she didn't bring it. Like I, I think she, she could do better than that. Did, did no, they, don't, did, did they ever? That's, that's did they ever true. say why Lettucey, um didn't sing it? I don't think because I think it's name value. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, she's just not as known to the mainstream, to the world, the international world, right. to, the Amer- to American public. She she could be from that performance. Yeah, yeah. she should uh, be. Yeah. yeah, I don't know who she was till the Grammys. Oh, really? Yeah, really. He didn't, he didn't see yeah. Sam, uh-huh. Selma. Oh my God! Oh. When, when when she had that song, um, it's all right. When I yeah. when I was out, that was my when my grandmother passed. That was the passed. jam. Oh. And I told I worked on a music video with her, and I was I was actually damn Pip get around. They sure do. Pip, you know what I'm saying? Hey, you got to hustle. Or you, or, you don't, or you starve, baby. Wow. Pip's like the black gay Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Three hundred sixty degrees of Pip Lily. <laughs> if I don't know you, I know somebody that know you. Right. Which I'm, you know, that's how it is. Y'all were talking about Key and Peele a couple weeks ago. I know them. I used to be his understudy. Wow. Key. So, but yeah, let us see. I was her. I was her stand-in on her music video, and she said to me, "They can hire a woman." I'm like, I'm just glad to have this job. <laughs> but yeah, she's my girl. Yeah. No, but if you hear the Lettucey version, she shat, she shits all over Beyonce. Like I'm Beyonce sure she does. And no right. business singing that song. Yeah, in the movie she's right. singing a cappella. Yes, mm-hmm. and you were crying yeah. with Dr. King in the movie. Like you're like, oh my god, she brought the, she brought the freaking racket on that song. Bruce Jenner has revealed his new name. Can y'all guess what it is? Come on. That's a nice, nice guess, but it's not. Uh, Jenny? No. <laughs> Jenny Jenner? Jenny on the block. <laughs> Jenny Bruce. <It's> like, <laughs> like, move over, J-Lo. He's <laughs> <laughs> about to be Jenny on the cell block. Charlie Bell? No I guess. Don't know. If no, he was black, that. it would be Brucetta. <laughs> <laughs> Belinda. Belinda, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, and they're yeah, they're yep, yep. Was Belinda? Fan? Well, I don't. They didn't explain his choice. Mm-hmm. Where did they, you get this information? But they did. What are you questioning my sources? Because <laughs> that's my job. I'm a journalist. I'm a serious journalist. <laughs> she. <laughs> you better tell somebody who don't know you. <laughs> serious pseudo journalist. <laughs> All the stories that George didn't make it on here because I fact checked. <laughs> One. No. What story did I put? No, we'll, we'll talk about this afterwards. We'll discuss this afterwards. Anyway, um, uh, he he didn't uh, he didn't um, elaborate why he picked that, but or at least it wasn't in the story. But what they did mention was that it his. It is his ex-wife's, um, similar to his ex-wife's name, which is Linda. 
Oh, okay. So they thought that people thought that that was weird that he would choose Belinda when it's so close to Linda. And if you break it down, right, exactly. That's where they went with it. He wants to be Linda. (laughs) But he also said that he knew since he was five that he was transgender. What? Wow. Mm -hmm. I believe that. You hear that? That's a common. No, no, no. That's I'm not. I'm not surprised about that part. I'm surprised. Why is he talking about? He needs to focus on his court case. What the fuck? What? What? He he's. Like he could be potentially in jail for murder, attempted murder. That is true with the car. Or man, manslaughter. It'll be, it'll I'm sorry. Manslaughter. manslaughter. Involuntary manslaughter. Yeah. Well, so, the, well, just, this is my issue with the Bruce Jenner and the transitioning thing. Like, I'm I'm behind anybody living their life the way they want to live their life. For sure. I'm 100 percent behind that. Right. I I actually find him a little hard to take because of his uh, connection with the Kardashians. Yes. So he got stank on them. Because of the Kardashians, I'm yeah. like, I just find as a voice for those for he that. Got KK stink. Yes, <laughs> yes. He, do. he does. He do. And I find him. I, it's hard to take because I'm like, I don't really give a shit what you have to say because because you I participated like, in this fuckery for right thousands of years. Right. right. So get off my TV and give another person, a real person, a chance to tell their story right. that a people can really relate to. And I get it. It's a big deal. He's right. an Olympic. Legend, right? It's a big right. deal, right? Yeah, but I don't want him being this voice, right? Yeah. Well, it seems like he's you know, I, I believe if, if it were up to him, he wouldn't, but I don't think he has a choice, you know. I what I mean, think he but, does, I don't think he does. Pop Ross is not gonna leave him alone. Well, he also is he's rolling it out like a mm-hmm. major television series that's coming up, you know, like, like that's if, true. If you really want to that's just true. do it, he could just do an interview and get it over right. with. That's true, but you could also say, well. They're not going to leave me alone, so I might as well play ball. You know right. what I'm saying? I might as well capitalize. Right, off I might as well capitalize. Yeah, off you ain't got enough money. Right, come on. Huh? But he learned from his Chris. I mean, yeah. Chris, uh-huh. she's the she's the best pimp out there. She's the biggest. I don't know. She's an effective pimp. That is true. <laughs> that is true. And that's how they do. So, um, my boy Ray J got his ass beat. What? Yeah, he did. His girlfriend, Princess, whatever her name is, mm-hmm. she beat his ass. She broke a couple of ribs and whatever. It's no joke, Pim. He's all like, he's like waiting for the punchline. He's smiling. No, it really happened. She sent him. She sent him to the emergency room. She sent him to the emergency room and and he, she got arrested. He bailed her. He had to pay ten thousand dollars to bail her out. Wow. For real? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, bitch, crazy. That's codependence. Yeah. But he did have one wish, is you know that he <laughs> she wish she wouldn't have beat his ass. <laughs> so wait a minute, she just beat him. Wait a minute, did he hit her? Did he, he came. Hit, did he he hit her first. No, no, he came back from. Um, I forgot who he's hanging with. So another celebrity. Uh, so I think some some castmates of that show that they're all on, whichever love and hip hop or whatever fuckery they on. You know yeah. that reality fuckery. Him and some castmates, I think, went out to a strip club or something. And uh, he came home, whatever, and she went off on him. Hmm. So I guess she's the jealous type. Wow. Yeah. That's a shame. I don't wish I was anybody. I want to. I want to make a joke, but it's like I don't. I, domestic violence ain't no joke. So <laughs> <laughs> you want to happen to a man? That's that is also you know kind yeah. of. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. Whew. But. Uh, yeah. I really thought you was bullshit. No, I, I did too. I did too. But that's why VH1 and Mona Scott Young needs to be punched in their fucking eye 
for just promoting this fuckery and ratchetry. It's just they're the number one promoters of just black ratchetness mm-hmm. out there today. They're just pimping the fuck out of it. And Ray J is just, you know, he's just part of the whole prostitution line. That I, I'm done with black reality shows. All of those reality shows are like, look, I got money. Watch how badly I behave in public. Right. I'm over that. Right. Totally. But the main thing is they don't even be having money. <laughs> that is God true. damn. <laughs> They're perpetrating a fraud. <laughs> Along with promoting stereotypes. Yeah, black women got it bad. Man. Mm. We're automatically suspect because of women like her. Princess Love and Hazel and whatever those and trashy women are. Ninis and all those people. They're the the sorority sisters, all of them, they're, you know, can't be bothered. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, shout out to Ray J. Get better, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why are you laughing? <laughs> it was a good wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, he's, he's a, if I had said that about Janae Rice, you wouldn't be cracking up. <laughs> no, no, it, it, was, it, was, it was the way you said yeah, it. Yeah, it was the abruptness yeah. that you did. <laughs> like, oh, well. Right, yeah, well, yeah. Too bad for Jake. Next story. <laughs> Moving on. Because <laughs> yeah. it's Ray J. If it would have been Brandy, we would all be like, what? Oh, my gosh. Just the, oh, that is terrible. Oh, yeah, I know. I, I said that on the show several times that domestic well, violence, whatever. The, there's is, double standard. Yes, there's a double I standard. Think so? I think every, oh, it, when you get your fucking ribs broke, it's serious. No matter who, I don't think there's anyone who's yeah, like saying this is it's, funny. It's still, you know, there's no, plenty. The of whole people. tone of this story <laughs> is totally different than if it would have been a woman. Yeah, yeah I mean, not, not I mean, my experience. Pip and I were expecting a joke. I mean, <laughs> that, that I mean that just shows. I mean, if he'd been talking about a woman, we would not have been expecting a joke. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, but oh, I wasn't expecting a joke. And I think I do think that this is a more of a sympathy factor for a woman than for a man. And it's it's I. Yeah. It's bad for everybody, but for a man to get his ass whooped and then publicly to have to hear about it, it's like it doesn't make you feel like more of a man. It makes you feel much less, which right. you got that on top of. It. Yeah, of course, there's definitely issues about masculinity right. versus femininity. Not to mention, there's like it's lose lose. Like if he gets his ass whooped by a woman, lose. He whoops up on a woman, lose. It's a lose lose situation. But anyone who's seen he should that- did like me, lock himself in the bathroom. That's what I did when a woman was trying to fight me or make yeah. me fight her. Yeah. <laughs> at least she cleaned up the mess when she was done. <laughs> but but anyone who's seen that show knew that that was inevitably somebody was going to get their ass whipped. I mean, he already pushed her into a pool and she hit herself, you know, hurt herself like on national TV. Oh, so they're they're on a and, TV show together. Yeah, and oh, okay. and you know, you've already seen them slapping and it's no one who's familiar with them as TV show, I mean, reality show characters is surprised by this news. It's, I think anything that stems from a reality show is more easy to make a joke out of. But yeah, domestic violence, somebody getting their ribs broken, that's not funny. Period. Audience. <laughs> After she just finished laughing her ass off. <laughs> but I wasn't laughing at the situation. I was... what, what is the male equivalent of slut shaming? <laughs> I think it's because of who he is. Ray J is a joke. Let's not... He's a joke. Right. He's not really taken seriously as an artist. He is a joke. He's brand new. Which I think I think he gets a I think he gets a bad rap for that too though. I don't think Ray J to me, Ray J's not a joke, and I don't really get why he well, I know, I, I guess I do get why. <laughs> I, I, can't, like, I can't, can't say, even that. say that. <laughs> I can't say that. I can't say that. I, I think it's unfortunate that he's a joke because I don't think he has to be a joke and I think he's talented enough and 
you know, he he, he could be, and uh, he could be taken seriously. But, I, I kind of wish he was taken more seriously. Well, th- but I partially I, is I feel, his I fault. Feel, I feel bad. For it's him. totally yeah, his fault. Yeah, yeah. I he mean, presented his he presented himself out think, to the world as not an artist first, but as a person. But I think, first. but I think that's because as a porn star. First. No, 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 not first, not first. He spent years trying to be a legitimate singer, and he was always Brandy's little brother, and never really got any play. And then that's when he was like, "Fuck it, you can't beat him, join him." That's why the same thing. All Bruce. That's why I don't feel too bad about these people who put them some. Well, not all these. Some of these people who put themselves out there because it's kind of like, okay, there's this option that's there. That's kind of what what's being you know kind of forced upon me anyway. I could just go ahead and embrace it. And, you know, and, and go with it and go that route or keep kicking against the pricks and like never get anywhere. You know, and I kind of felt like that's that's where he was. And he just kind of, you know, took it took it in his own hands and was like, fuck it. I'm going to do it on my terms. That's true. But you got to pay you pay the price for the choice you yeah, make. I yeah. knew a lot of girls that end up being hoes like mm-hmm. professional. Right. You know, sex workers. Right. And they are still the same person I knew growing up. They're right. still just as smart. Um, but they got a little stank on them now. And right. That's right. and I don't look down on them. But right. most people do. Absolutely. And that's yeah. the price. That's the, cho- the right. choice they made for whatever reason. Survival. Right, trying exactly. to get ahead. Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't which, disagree with that. I'm which, just saying it's it's unfortunate. Yeah, but it's t- it kind of speaks. I like Ray J. So. Yeah, I don't dislike his music. I think um, I agree. It's too bad. But when you get the choice he made was the porn. I mean, the porn thing that was the choice that kind of set the tone for his career. You know, and I think that um, it speaks so much to the, another topic that we were going to touch upon, which is the Amber Rose. You know, Khloe Kardashian, Kanye situation, that whole we were. thing. I thought we were. I think, I, I oh. think part of the... the I don't the, see it on the agenda anywhere. <laughs> well, anyway, it's related. It's related in terms of... I think I think part of the reason he... Well, that, that video that he, you know, he participated in, part of the reason was he was helping to pay for uh, Brandy's uh, lawyer fees. Uh, she had, been, she had uh, been in an accident. And she had, uh, well, I mean, that's what that's what I that's what I, I read at the time that she had, well she had been in an accident on the four hundred five, and she was getting sued, and she didn't she didn't really have any money, and that helped uh, with her uh, with her lawyer fees. For whatever reason you make your choice, you yeah. have to pay the price. Yeah, that's that's choice. true. That's true. Yeah. For whatever reason, that's true. We all got a sad story. Speaking of sad stories, Carl Malone's black ass is uh, talking some fuckery. <laughs> He's talking about black people need to stop looking for a handout. He's on Team Charles, Team Sir. Uh, what, what did I call him? Sir, uh, Sir Uncle Charles, or something like that. <laughs> Sir Uncle Tom. Sir Uncle. Yes, no, Sir Uncle Charles is what I called him. But uh, this is the thing about it. Why uh, Carl Malone? Um, not that he's not entitled to his opinion, but you know when you go public and you start shaming people. I think you best have your shit in order, you know, and, and, and be pretty clean because how does it look? You talking about black people need to to uh, stop looking for a handout when you got kids that you haven't uh, raised, haven't acknowledged. Um, actually, that motherfucker should have been in jail and shouldn't even had an NBA career because <laughs> one of his sons, uh, I believe the youngest son. Uh, whom he, whom he has nothing to do with. Uh, he's a he's a, actually an NFL player. He got drafted by the NFL. His mother was thirteen when he knocked her up. Oh my gosh! And Malone was like twenty. 
Really? And playing, yes, and playing in college, and the family didn't press charges. That's um, creepy. But a few years later, <clears throat> I think the uh, Malone, I mean, uh, the the son was uh, was raised by the grandparents, and a few years later, um, they took Malone to court to get, and all they, this is what they were asking for: two hundred dollars a week. <sighs> wow. Two hundred dollars a week. Even in the nineties, that ain't a, wasn't a lot, especially for, for an a star NBA, NBA player, yeah. right? Right. The mailman exactly. wasn't delivering no damn child support check, and and the judge granted them one fifty. Really? Right. So I guess I guess he wow. felt like those people was looking for a handout. Right. You know what I'm saying? This baby was, with his handout, wanting these damn diapers and formula and shit. And then he's got another set of uh, and. Another set of uh, twins. Yeah, a set of twins. Mm-hmm. Um, the daughter is in the WNBA. Right, she plays for the Detroit Shock. Right. Or did. Right, right. No, she doesn't. She she did play for them. Uh, mm-hmm. She's since gone to another team. I forget which mm-hmm. one. But uh, he's kind of sort of got a relationship with her mm-hmm. since uh, after you know she was grown and all that. But, yeah, I mean, you know, no, no, no support. No moral support, no whatever, and then you're gonna be like, black people need to. Black people need to raise their fucking kids, especially when they're rich. Yeah. That's what black people need to do. <laughs> black, black men, black men need to be a fucking father for the kids that he bring into this world. How about well, that? Well, he actually Carl needs- Malone. Well, he not ha- just the one that you have with your wife. Well, he actually <laughs> needs to take. Uh, he he actually needs to take his own advice. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> Stop know, being a walking stereotype. Uh, well, I mean that's that's the thing. If you're gonna, like you said, if you're gonna talk the talk, then you have to walk the walk. You know, it's it's, it's like you know, AC Green can tell somebody that you should wait until marriage to right to, to, because right because he know, did he, he did you know right and, right and it's like if you're gonna have if you're gonna have six or eight kids, and you damn sure better take care of them before you come out and tell how other, tell other people how to live their lives. Right. Uh, I you know, I I definitely I definitely agree, you know, that you know, people need to take responsibility for their actions, but if you're going to go out there on the soapbox, then you better have your ducks in a row. And you better, you know, you better you better you better be a shining example before you tell people what to do. Mm. True that. Yep. I didn't know about his sordid past. Now I feel I don't feel so bad that he never got a ring. Okay, <laughs> exactly. Karma. <laughs> I actually, actually, I, I feel bad that his his his, the, his baby mamas didn't get a ring. Ooh. <laughs> That's right. I guess he didn't like it. He didn't put no ring, ring on, on it. it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, I, I, I didn't. A thirteen-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. Thirteen. <laughs> let's well, talk, you know, let's was, talk some more about Pip. Yeah. <laughs> Thrown off here. I do that all day. <laughs> He's like, but what about me, though? <laughs> That's why we brought Pip in. Well, speaking of uh, uh, taking advantage of uh, underage children and whatnot, there's a high school teacher who uh, who um, who uh, has been who raped, raped who raped a mentally ill boy. Uh, repeatedly, she's uh, having like a sexual re- uh, affair with him. And he's like, he's like thirteen. How did I know so, it was a woman? So, <laughs> so yeah. Even if uh, this is now, this is kind of that's disgusting. Yeah, if he wasn't, uh, well, I mean, yeah, it, it's pretty bad. It's it's pretty bad. How does the kid feel about it? That's you know, that's interesting because I'm thinking uh, uh, he's mentally challenged, but. Remove that part. Mm-hmm. Had he just been a regular, I'm just thinking back to when I was 13 years mm-hmm. old. 
Yeah. I, it, it'd be a dream come true. <laughs> yeah, but you, you also, it probably still is a dream come true. You, we don't know, like, the level of his function now, function of... No, I don't. Functionality. Like, you don't know, yeah. yeah, you don't know, like, no, we don't. where he's working. Like, because he, there's some people that are, like, very challenged, mentally challenged. Mm-hmm. Right. Some, just very, you know, acute. Right. And, uh... I'm sure he probably loved. he got sexual feelings and desires too. Right. So I bet it uh-huh. felt great. Well, he kept coming back, so I'm thinking <laughs> it did because he went back multiple times because she's uh, for like six, seven, eight counts. So, well, how do we? Oh and I look at her and I'm like, she looks, you know, she looks normal enough. She's uh, well, you know, that's she that's, looks. She, she's not. She's definitely attractive enough. Yeah. That uh, I wouldn't mind losing my virginity to her. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, what's what's the deal with her? Yeah, it's like it's like all the uh, a lot of these women. Um, I mean, well, I, I'll just go out and say it. it's like the the women that I've seen who have been uh, uh, having sex with underage kids. Mm-hmm. None of them look bad. I mean, I mean that I've seen. I don't think their attractive level has anything to do with right. them committing that. No. Well, no, no, no. That, that's it's not like they can't get the dick from somewhere else. Yeah, they yeah. just might not want it from somewhere else. And it's probably also they're in this position of power with mm-hmm. these children. Exactly. And that's really the thing. Exactly. That, you know, you can't just go to the club and say, well, you, some clubs you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charlie Bell's maybe went to one where you can like, say, like, <laughs> you, Mr. Over There, come over here and do everything I tell you to do. Right. And they'll do it. Right. But, you know, like, with the, you know, they're adults. Like, that's hey, an interesting take. They could be like kind of like have a kind of a Fifty Shades of Grey thing going yeah. on, kind of a domina- dominatrix kind of like thing. Well, the whole thing about BDSM, you know, bondage domination, you know, S and M, is that it has to be consensual. Tell us and about that. A uh, child cannot give consent. Well, they can't. Whether, cons- they can't consent legally, but they can consent. Um, but they can't. They can't give meaningful legal consent right so, but i don't think in that community it's about the legal consent i think it no it is it is it is it is it is it totally is no no so, i don't you're interrupting <laughs> me sorry so not only so it is a she the child for two reasons because it's a child first of all and then also because of his or her no his mental challenges he cannot give consent meaningfully legally in any form or fashion so that's why it's a crime it's a crime and rape and rape and molestation of any sort are not about sex they're about power and control and domination and so most rapists aren't they're not raping because they can't get pussy they're raping because they enjoy dominating and controlling their victim and it's the same for whether it's male or female obviously the male is the more predominant as far as you know that happens more, but anyone who does that is sick and they're controlling and manipulating and, you know, subverting a person for their own sick needs. That's what I'm saying. That's what it is. I I mean, I forget BDSM. I think they just want to be in control and you can control the child. That's that's what I'm saying. BDSM is playing at control. That's why you have to be able to give meaningful consent for it to be, BDSM truly it there has to be you know the the ability for for both partners to consent and that doesn't exist here yeah you know yeah that sounds good on paper <laughs> but i don't think that that's Anyway, you I don't, don't think I don't, that's what's behind like these thoughts with these women. Like again, I don't think it's like a matter of like, oh, like I can't get laid, I might as well choose a child. I think they're saying No, like, no, 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 no. We're not I'm not saying I'm not saying that at all. And I'm I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm actually I'm just exploring. I'm just saying that maybe that that 
that type of that type of personality, you know, is at work. Is all I'm saying is that maybe you know it's a uh, it's someone who needs control, right? Is is basically what you were right, and I'm yeah. and just because that person can't give legal consent does not mean that they're not getting off on that control that they're exhibiting. I mean, it is illegal and it is wrong on a on a legal uh, uh, basis, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that that's not what's going on. I mean. I don't understand. Yeah, I think I understand well, what you're well, saying, but I, mean, I think it's, it's it's unethical. That's all. Oh, yeah. right. well, you, well, you, you, you basically said that it wasn't BDSM because it's all about consensual, and they can't consent. Therefore, it's not about BDSM, and I disagree with that. Well, I mean, BDSM, I think, is a very specific you, right. BDSM type of is separate from sex, right? Like that's like because it's not you know it's not necessary. They probably had vanilla sex right. with the children. I don't know. BDSM is consensual. Categorically, it requires in order for it to be BDSM, it requires for the both partners to agree. This is the role they're playing. They're playing at yeah, control I, and I, domination. Yeah, I, I, this is real. Somebody really controlling and really dominating the other person. Yeah, I, th- I think what uh, Dino was saying though is is like that. Yes, BDSM is a, is a specific category that we, 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 I think we all agree that <clears throat> what, what you're talking about is like between adults. But what, what Dino is saying is that uh, maybe that, that particular underage person, because not all of them, some of them are, you know, 16, 15, 16. Little, little like, just like even if 50 yeah. Shades of Grey, the, the lead character, he started, he got turned out by his mother's friend when he was 15. Mm-hmm. And that's common and that was wrong okay well but now you're saying it's common but, 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 but that's all i was saying it you but, know and you were like not, that's not but that's not bdsm that's child molestation yeah I think, i'm, I think, I'm I, trying to make I, the distinction okay. i think, I think we're right. i think we're right. arguing semantics yeah yeah we are no, it's not semantics it's too it, categorically di- i'm saying we must separate the concept of bdsm as a form of adult consensual play and sexual practice from what is criminal and uh, oppressive and and dominant and dominating. That's it's not the same. They're two separate things. I hear you both, and I, I kind of have to agree with I, that. It's, maybe you're getting off on the semantics of it because I know, and I know yeah. what you're saying, Charlie Bell. I do. I get it. Um, I, I get it too. I, I mean, just I, I I think what you're saying about the it's the same act. It's the same right act or or mentality or whatever. Yeah. Right. Right. But, but and you're saying like they're, they're actually different things. They actually can't even be put in the same categories because like one is BDSM and one's just child molestation. Um, I I, and I get the consent thing that you're talking about as well. I, and even the person that's being that's the minor, they could be in control of the situation. They might let that teacher might say, "You can do to me whatever you want to do to me." But they're still manipulating a child. Right. And that's yeah. yeah cool. I, I was I was reading an article uh, not too long ago that took place in uh, D.C. Uh, a substitute teacher uh, had sex with a 17-year-old, mm-hmm. and uh, he recorded it and, oh. sent, and sent it around to all his friends. Well, that's kitty porn. <laughs> well, yes, it, it, it is, yeah. but he clearly was not the victim in this situation, even though he was, he was under the legal age in D.C., but he, he was enjoying it, and he was, uh, uh, in fact, he got the girl, he got the woman fired. Uh, and she was only she was like twenty two, twenty three, something like that. Right. Um, and you know that that's you know if he had been in a different state where seventeen is consensual, right. it would have been okay. But he right. at that at that point he was the one that was uh, uh, exhibiting the power. 
That is true, but, but she has a choice. She knows right. it's illegal oh, in her I, state, oh. so bitch, lay off the kid. <laughs> right. No, I, and I don't disagree. We're just that saying we're, that that in that in that instance, that was legally wrong or legally child molestation, but it was not morally the same thing. That's not. That's not the same thing. I agree. I agree. I see. It's I, not. I feel you. Yes, a seventeen-year-old definitely can make better, stronger choices than a thirteen-year-old. Right. Thirteen mentally challenged year old. Right. 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 Well, you know, nobody was saying that. You know, <laughs> nobody was saying that it was okay. So. I think we're uh, all in agreement that child molestation is bad. Yeah. Let's, child- let's, let's start with that. <laughs> the court rules child molestation bad. <laughs> that, that, that all uh, notwithstanding, it, when I was 13, that still would have been a fantasy of mine. So <laughs> I would have gladly welcomed the experience. Wait, wait, yeah, it would have been depending on which teacher you're talking about. Yeah. Right, but I have fantasies about adults when I was a child, but I'm so glad none of them took advantage of me. Right. Because that would be something now I'd be like, oh my gosh, I wasn't in control of that situation really. Right. And, or they would have had something over me or power over me right. that I would, I, you know, especially the gay dynamic, that would have been really fucked up. Absolutely. And I know it happens all the time. Absolutely. The thing is, we it, it's just like men say, you know, in their mind that they that when women get angry about being, um, you know, catcalled or harassed by men, men are like, oh, I wish I wish women would catcall me or fantasize. But y- you're missing the whole point. It's not about whether the person is or isn't attractive. It's about whether it's wanted or unwanted, whether it's consensual. You wouldn't want – it sounds like it would be fun, but in reality, any time somebody is subjecting you to their will and subverting your will, it's not fun. It's not good. You know? I think it depends on the person. I do. I, I think that I think that there are some people that were like, "Hey, I'm glad that experience." I've met people that are like, yeah. "I'm glad yeah. that experience happened." Yeah. To I'm me. glad that but I was I've, child molested. Well, but, there, but yes, this, there uh, are some people that want like I know some people that tell me some stories like when I was 15 or when I was 14, yeah. I had this experience with a teacher of a blah, and it was or the, the best babysitter. Thing. Yeah, or, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I loved it, and it's like, and, and they're like, "I don't feel bad about it. I don't feel sorry about it. It's okay with me." I still think that that adult was wrong. Absolutely, but. You know, I don't think everybody, I don't think necessarily everybody that it's happened to feels harmed by it. I'm not that it's right. I think that adults need to be the adult. Right. That's clear. I think we're all in agreement on that. And yes, not every act of child molestation that fits under that category legally has the same level of trauma associated with it. I can agree with that as well. However, I still think that when you're a minor, you physically do not have the brain capacity to kind of process sexual behavior in that way. And so you, every, I think all of us, it's human nature for whatever trauma or experience that we've gone through. What, you know, maybe it's not, maybe it wasn't trauma, whatever experience it was, I think it's human nature that we try to, in retrospect, make the best of it. Mm -hmm. And we try to frame it in the best light so that it doesn't traumatize us. I still think whether however you look back on it in retrospect it's something that you shouldn't have gone through because that adult shouldn't have made that choice you didn't have the capacity to really process it in a healthy way so you now you're dealing with it the best you can and it may or may not have warped your sense of self and sexuality and that's not for, and the whole idea is that really you should develop your own sense of self and sexuality that's not subjected to to some adult's fucked up ego issues yeah you know i i, I don't think uh I- I, th- I think with boys, I think the the uh, you know the the whole thing it's what's where, where it gets confusing is when you're thinking you know if an adult is treating you like an adult, 
as opposed to treating you like a child and starts making demands on you like uh like a, an adult would make on a, a a another adult in a relationship so suddenly you're you know you're you're 14 years old like uh oh god uh i've, I've read stories about uh um uh men uh who when they were teenagers had affairs with older women and suddenly they're getting a bill from uh fast forward 7 years later and they're getting a bill from the state of Arizona uh, saying that uh, you owe this much child support. Mm. And, you know, it, it's like, okay, I have to pay child support for for a, a kid that uh, I created <laughs> uh, while the adult in the situation was breaking the law. Right. And uh, I, I think that's, I think that's where, I think that's where things get complicated. And yeah. it's, it's, it's the major reason why we have, Certain, you know, depending on the state, anywhere between sixteen and eighteen, as the age of consent, and um, you know, it, 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 I, and I think that's, and I don't think it, you know, sometimes, you know, guys, for for guys at least, it's like, hey, you know, I did it with my babysitter when I was twelve, you know, and, and you know that they're happy with it. Uh, well, sometimes it's the young person that's the predator, like you yeah, were saying before. Yeah. Like I, I, I am in my mid forties, but I look much younger than my age. Mm-hmm. I have young dudes coming at me, mm-hmm. and I've had Duh. teenagers <laughs> come at me, and but I'm like, no, mm-hmm. oh no, because your daddy ain't shooting me. That's one. <laughs> <laughs> um, like again, I, you know, I could have a child their age, mm-hmm. and I'm like, if some adult was doing this to my child, that's they ass. I'm mm-hmm. gonna fuck them up. Right. Mm-hmm. That part right there. And I'm like, I just know. You just know. If it, it's flattering, thank you. You're sexy. You are sexy for a 15 year old. But you come at me in three years, you still are sexy. We could do something about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. You really let yourself go, man. You're 18, goddamn. You look, you, you look like you're practically 21. That's a bad gene. You need some sunscreen. <laughs> God damn, what you been doing, man? <laughs> oh, man. That's hilarious. <laughs> but you know I'm right. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. And, 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 and not only that, not only do I think you're right, uh, I want to speak to the part where I've, I've brought this up on the show before and it's somewhat tangentially related, that just because you recognize that a 15-year-old dude is sexy, whatever, that doesn't make you a pedophile. Oh, no. You know what I'm saying? That No, that acting on it does. Yes. <laughs> uh, 15, maybe. I don't know. Uh, when but, I was 15, I looked but, nine. <laughs> but when other people I was in my class had full beards and you know and they was like yeah. they look like dude they look like yeah. grown ass men and I know it's a lot of girls that did, they were like that because my sister was and when she was 14 she could get into any club she wanted to but you know again speaking of what Charlie Bell just said that there's you know confusing legalities with moralities you know and uh, you don't have to commit pedophilia to be a pedophile i mean you don't yeah you know? that's, true. that's that, true that doesn't make you a pedophile because you actually act on it you're a pedophile before you actually do it well the part of the word the actually word itself philia is about loving something so you love right. children i don't love children i'm not attracted to children i'm right. not attracted to young people at all As a matter of fact i prefer I, I, I i'm at an age now where 
like like you were saying, it's right. a lot of people younger than me now. So I can't, that's part of the it's deal. A lot of people younger than all of us. I just but I, they got to be legal. I think that uh, that a lot of times women go hard on on men who are attracted to. You know, that's true. Old, older uh, teenage girls. No, I think it's when they act and on the attraction. No, no we, we no, all know that no. by, based on biology. Okay, now yes. who's cutting off who? Who's cutting I'm off who? I'm cutting now? you off now. Yeah, okay, stop. I thought you were done. Stop. I was not done because I was still talking. Okay. Um, they, you know, they they give them a hard time. You know, and it's not just about the action. There's a lot of times. Oh, how could he be looking at that young girl like that and this and that, whatever, whatever. Well, you know, if she, and this and this is my argument. The the man who's attracted to a seventy year old uh, girl, young lady or whatever you want to call her, who is you know shapely, you know has breasts and a behind whatever, is less of a pedophile than the guy who is having sex or attracted to the twenty five year old who is four eleven and straight up and down. But you're talking about what people are attracted to. You're you're. No, enti- I'm, not say- I'm not saying that it's uh it's it's legal or okay. What I'm talking about as or or what's disgusting or what's sick or what whatever. I mean that's it's natural for a man to be attracted to, you know, certain, to, certain characteristics. To, right. Exactly. And, and we know that we know that girls fourteen, fifteen, sixteen are going to have breasts and hips and look sexy, and that's why we had to make the motherfucking law. You can't touch them till they're eighteen. We know you're going to be attracted to them. That's not the issue. The issue is acting. You're entitled to have whatever fucking fantasy you want. There's no thought police. You can think about whatever you want to think about. The the issue is when you act on it. When we say looking at it, it's not. Of course, when you see a young lady that looks young and sexy, that's what that's what youth is for. Is to be young and sexy and and reproduce. That's not true. That is not true. Men are judged. No. It's not true. Okay. Men are judged. You can't tell me it's not Men, true. It is. I can't. I can tell you. No. That's I can't tell opinion. you. I can tell you that you. You keep talking about it's the act that is not. It doesn't. That's not where they draw the line. And as a matter of fact, on this fucking show, you yourself said that if you were going out with a dude who was uh, looking at porn that was barely legal, you would judge him and you wouldn't want nothing to do with him. That's true. That's okay. My, that's that's my what opinion. you said. Right. That's my opinion. I'm not attracted to a man who's attracted to young women because of my age. <laughs> that doesn't mean it's wrong or he can't do it. As long as he doesn't act on it, that's on him. If you're it, Obviously, there's a reason why it's called barely legal because it's legal. You can watch porn with 18 year old girls if you want to that's a turnoff to me that doesn't mean that it's still the still the the line is whether you're fucking a 17 year old you or obviously do not think it's okay or else you it's would not, not okay for me right it's exactly not okay for me. but he, right. aren't you, are you talking about too like and i know what you're talking because i've seen this again i had a sister that looked that matured early and we were at a gospel concert and a very well-known gospel act that was older hit on my just said like you look good or something like that something really kind of some but you no know, gave her an eye and yeah. and and my mom's like that is a teenage girl how right. dare you and right. it was this notion of like you know and then my mom's like she, he's a you know a pedophile right. i'm like I, he's just attracted to a young girl right. he's just, he's not looking to screw young girls necessarily i don't know him right. but i don't think that that made him and but i think but there was this notion this thing that was put on him how dare he even right, look at her right. and be attracted to her no 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 it's not the attraction it's then when he voiced the attraction that was the action if he kept it in his mind then it's all good but he, but, didn't, know but he didn't know he didn't know she was it a doesn't teenager. matter then that's why you're not supposed to comment on women's physiques when you don't know them that's why that's one of the reasons why all right <laughs> 
That's I one of the many reasons why. I, you know, sometimes if you, just, you don't know the person, shut the fuck up. But sometimes your dick just get hard, and it's a like <laughs> automatic response. Like yeah, I well, see how, people, how, I'm like, mm. how, your how, dick how, can how, get hard. Don't don't. Well, you how, don't how are you supposed to meet? How are you supposed to meet a girl? I mean, how, how are you supposed to meet a woman? Well, for one, I guess you're supposed to ask her for her ID. No, that should be your opening line. No, but for one, when you go to a bar, the assumption is that everyone's over 21, right? But she was at a concert. A gospel concert where families are. But you don't people, hit on people pe- at gospel concerts yes, anyway. Yeah, people. Why mean, not? People mean that's that's a that's a meeting place. That's yeah. People uh, and it wasn't necessarily a church. It was a gospel concert. Yeah, I mean, saying. you know, it's like, hi, uh, can I buy you a lemonade? I mean, <laughs> I she mean, wants some ice cream. Yeah, yeah, there are single people at at uh, and, and, gospel concerts. Yeah, I mean, uh, some don't want to get laid. Even if they don't, I mean, even, even, <laughs> sure they do. Well, even if they're just looking to, or they just want to get married, I, I you right. know, it, it it doesn't even have to be. I mean, a nefarious intent. Yeah, it, I, I I understand that. I yeah. just think. I think it's incumbent upon you, whatever the setting is, to determine the appropriateness of hitting on someone before you hit on well, them. Well, let me give you some more context for this particular situation. This dude, I'll just say it, he was in the group The Mighty Clouds of Joy. Mm-hmm. So he was in his 50s earliest, okay. mm-hmm. hitting on this teenage girl, who, right. even if she was legal, okay. was Maybe, way inappropriate yeah. for his age. Yeah. Okay. And it was a family event for sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, so my and my mom, she's the mom. So that's her job to right. be protective. Right. So right. I just that, that that's there's a little bit more context to that story than I just just for sake of argument, I know what Dino's talking about though. This notion of like, how dare you even be attracted to somebody that age? Right. How dare you? What's wrong with your mind? Well, it's easy. Right. right. I don't think there's anything. There's, there's nothing abnormal about it. It's natural. It's not. Co- it's not the coolest thing that you want your man to be into. You know, I wouldn't want it for my man, but I get it. I mean. If you, as long as you keep it to yourself, it's to yourself. But when you act on it, when you hit on a woman, then you're putting it into motion. All right. I I I I, I normally agree 100 percent with you, Charlie. <laughs> I, I, I'm on, that's I'm because you don't. That's because you don't interact with her like this. <laughs> that's why it's easy to agree with her. It's easier to agree with her when you listen to her on a podcast. But when you got to deal with this shit in live and direct, what, what shit? There's no this shit. No, it's, think- you have a, an opinion. I have an opinion. It's but the but the law is when you act on it, and people's reaction is going to be when you act on it. We don't know what's in your fucking you head keep, you until keep, you act on it. We don't know what's in your head until you act on it. All right, it's just I don't think again I'm making up shit again because every uh, obviously everything that I experience in life, Charlie Bill has no context for it. That's not true. How do we know? What, do, how do we know what your thought is until you act on it? Until you hit on the women. Young lady. See, women see guys looking at women all the time. And, and you so, don't have to say anything. You don't have to do any fucking thing. No. Looking and leering are two different. <sighs> leering is an action. Looking is just looking. If you look at a woman and you're like looking her up and down and, you know, giving her the sex look and the sexual eye, that's an action. That's not the same as just seeing someone noting that they're attractive and saying, let me find out if this is an appropriate person for me to hit on. But sometimes it just I really feel like it just comes out of you automatically. It doesn't make it appropriate necessarily but it happens i'll tell you i'll tell you inappropriately something i did so my friend a dude i used to date and his mom passed and i went to the memorial service i went to the funeral and at the funeral they had a slideshow of family pictures and stuff like that and this is a dude i dated we were in our 30s and so in the slideshow it was pictures of him he was a teenager mm-hmm. he was hot mm-hmm. and in the funeral i was like man and my friend <laughs> watched me and said, we had a funeral. 
<laughs> he said, like, yeah, but I ain't dead. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I kind of forgot myself for a minute. And it was, I was totally didn't mean to be disrespectful. It totally was. Mm-hmm. But I didn't mean that. I didn't mean for that to come out. You're right. That action was inappropriate. But I don't. My intent was not bad at all. Mm-hmm. I just had a little moment. And this is somebody I had been with, actually. And, and I was with when we were both of very legal age. Um, but that 15-year-old man, he was like, because we were the same age. I was, like, I was 15 and you were 15. Oh, my God, the things I would have done to you. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> True story. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. That, that reminds me of a, I have a somewhat kind of similar story. With, eh, it's tangentially related. Okay. <laughs> have a friend who, uh, we're, 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 we're just friends, but we've, uh, we've had casual relations in the past, right? Well, I saw a Facebook picture of her when she was younger. Didn't realize how young she was. But, you know, she looked, she looks older than her age now. And I, apparently she looked older even back then. So I saw the picture of her and I was like, damn. <laughs> I was like, you was hot. I was like, I would have been 10 years. And I was like, how old were you back then? She was like 15. I was like, oh. <laughs> but I would have been 14. So, you know. <laughs> so she would have been the lawbreaker is what you're telling us. I mean, but the thing is, it's like. I, I am not 15 or 14 now. Exactly. And that is a picture of a 15-year-old. 15-year-old. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I didn't know that she was 15. She didn't look 15. She just looked hot. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> and I was like, damn. You know? But I don't know. Does that, does that make me a pedophile? Does that make me inappropriate? No. I'm I'm with you about the action thing, but I think if you have repeated action, then that's a problem. I think I get a pass only because we're, like, grown and I've... But had had that been, like, somebody's kid and I reacted that way? Oh, hell no. Facebook would have shut the fuck down and I'd be in jail right now. I have friends. (laughs) I have friends that have teenage children that I've seen and I'm like, wow, your son look good. Uh, But I would never... I don't act on that. I would never right. act. I don't even vocalize it. It's just highly inappropriate. And their friendship means more to me than their son's right. age. We have, a, we have a, a nephew in my family. He's 17, 16, 17. And he's very, I mean, he can model. Like, he's a good-looking kid, you know. But, I mean, I can know, like, wow, he's a good-looking kid. If I was a teenage girl, I would be, you know, turned out. But, I mean, there's a, there's a, you know, noting the blossoming sexuality of a young person, that's what they do. That's, you know, that's why Mother Nature created us to reproduce at that age, you know. But it's, like I said, I think as the adult, I, you know the line. You know the boundary, you know. I don't know. All right. Let's get into uh, our question of the week. Average guy question of the week. Donald Thomas. Tripping today. All right, Charlie Bell, I'm going to read our uh, question of the week. All right. Lisa and Greg are married. Greg's best friend, John, was cheating on his wife for six months and recently got caught. Greg knew all about it but felt that it wasn't his business to interfere. Lisa feels like if Greg is comfortable with his friend's behavior, he's capable of the same thing and forbids him to hang with John. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) 
Greg feels John's actions have nothing to do with him or their friendship, and especially their own marriage. Lisa says birds of a feather flock together. <laughs> Does Lisa have a point, or is she being controlling? Should Greg have distanced himself from John and his unfaithful ways? Should Greg have discussed this with Lisa sooner? Tune in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lisa is tripping. She on one. She is on one. She is really tripping. Like, if this is the biggest problem in your marriage, you got it good. You need to, because you should have some bigger fish to fry than this, really. I'm uh, curious, does, does Lisa have any friends who... Uh, Lisa needs the, a fucking life. <laughs> <That's> what, <laughs> no, I'm saying, but does, does she have friends who yeah. des- don't necessarily uh, right. adhere to their marriage vows and she keeps it to herself? Apparently, Lisa has... a. You know, friends that only go to church or something because she said birds of a feather. So I, I'm thinking all her friends are nuns or some shit. Oh, I yeah. thought all her friends were, were birds. <laughs> all her friends are parrots. It sounded like Lisa got her own insecurities. Yeah. And yeah. she's yeah. worried that her man going to cheat because he got a friend that cheat. Not just stupid, right. Lisa. I'm it sorry. Is. Uh, you know, you got to stand by your partner, like no matter what. Like it's like they life, what they do in their relationship, that's what their relationship. Yeah. And yeah. Greg was absolutely right. It ain't none of his business. Yeah, <laughs> it ain't none of y'all. It ain't none of your business. He had. He yeah, didn't. I mean, what what constructively could he have done to intervene realistically? Or what if it was another offense? What if his what if Greg's friend robbed a bank and he knew about it and he didn't say anything? He never turned him in. Would you stop? Would you divorce him over that? Because he, he us, did he, he give us some money? What was the cut? But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah I yeah. know what you're saying. Your boy's your boy, right? That's, that's how it is. And it's like, like uh, you have to make a decision. Like, do you want to? I'm, I'm your friend. No matter your wife is your wife, you're right? My friend, yeah. Mm-hmm. We all, we all have, you know, friends or been friends with people who have done things that we yeah. didn't necessarily approve of. But that's, right. you know. You know, sometimes we might talk to him about it. Sometimes we might not. It all depends on the circumstances and the situation. And right. she don't know but, that he didn't talk to him about it. Right. Yeah. But That's her assumption. Just, yeah. She's, uh, she's just really tripping. Well, I mean, I can, I can speak on this. I've been literally on every side of this equation. I've been the person getting cheated on. I've been the friend of the person who was cheating. I've been. The cheater. No. You say every side no, of the okay, okay. Let me let me let me walk that statement back. As far as the, the, non, the non-cheating parties, I've been all of the other people. <laughs> you know, I've been the the person who knew that the buddy was cheating. You know, my man's homeboy was cheating, and you know, had to deal with like, well, wh- how's my? You know, the whole thing. So it's the the bottom line is it's really sticky. There's almost no constructive way to get involved in somebody else's marriage, sex life, love life, relationship. That's just grown people. Grown people are going to do what the fuck they want to do. And there's not really nothing you can do about it. And um, that doesn't mean that there's anything and everything that my friend did that I would ride or die. I mean, if somebody, you know, if my home, there's, there is a line that your friend can, can cross where you're like, I can't fuck with you. Right. You know, but in this case, I mean, people, you don't even know what is going on in their marriage. You don't know anything about the situation. Mm-hmm. So I think you're right. I think ultimately it's your own security. If someone's going to cheat on you, they're going to cheat on you, period. And if they're not, if you're going to have a solid foundation to your marriage, you have to address whatever is causing the insecurities be- between you. 
can she afford a private eye? That's right. Eye? Can she what? Can she afford a private eye? If she got a private eye, she on a If she could afford a private eye, she probably wouldn't be writing in to us asking us to. <laughs> Excellent point. Yeah, I would, I would never. You're, I like, would, you're like, private eye, she can't even afford a therapist. <laughs> I would never leave my friend because they cheated on their significant other. Like, that's not a, an offense that I feel is worthy of driving right. my friendship. Mm-mm, I no. would not be appro- I would not approve of it. Right, right. But I would not drop them as a friend and i would be the friend that says like come on man you gotta you either need to come clean to your wife or you know you, you just got to do the right thing right I, I have similar but different um i have a cousin that is bisexual who was having lesbian affairs on her partner mm. and then she her her now husband proposed and when he proposed he didn't know anything about the affairs and i said you got to come clean you got to just tell him the truth. You cannot marry this man with your du- having a double life because he mm-hmm. needs to know who he's marrying. That's a good point. And oh, he didn't even know that she was bisexual. No. And she told him, and he accepted her for who she was. Yeah. And I'm like, well, good, because the worst thing, you don't want it coming out any other way. You don't want him walking in on you or hearing from somebody else. Yeah. That's much worse. But in that same thing, like, I wasn't, like, I didn't. I didn't like what my cousin was doing, stepping out, even if it was with another sex. Right. And I told her. Right. You know, and and but I was not gonna. She's still my love. I'm not right. gonna turn my back on her because right. she was doing it. Even she had chosen not to tell her now husband. You know, that that's kind of the answer to a question from a couple of weeks ago. Remember about the guy whose whose boy was gonna marry a stripper? Right. Yeah. And that. yeah, mm-hmm. that's kind of a that's kind of a good answer for at least for the uh, on the other side. It was like you know, if you if you're friends with a stripper, you gotta tell. Yeah, hey, you gotta come clean uh, with this guy. Yeah, that's right. funny. A lot of these questions that the average guy gets seems to be about women having issues with a man's friends. <laughs> <laughs> but do you, maybe it's a, the approach is that if you can go that way, it's a talking about their own insecurities, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, that that's the it's not it never seems to be about the real issue. issue. Right. Right. It's, right. Just a, it's just a frame for the issue yeah. that they're having between them. Exactly. Exactly. Mm hmm. All right. Get it together, Lisa. <laughs> You've got mail. Alright, this is a little this one's a little bit back there because we've been off for a while and then it was already late to begin with. This is going back to I think um the last episode D Honey was on. Uh, this is from Sonia Calloway. This is a mutual friend of Charlie Bell and mine who is now listening to the show. Hey, Sonia. And uh, she says, okay, is Glory on the list? Uh, talking about that. Oh, I'm sorry. No, before that, she talked about Bummer, no Cheryl Pepsi Riley. Because uh, a few episodes ago, she was supposed to be on and we had technical difficulties. So, uh, Eager Chef should be renamed. Uh, that was that uh, sex position. Uh, guess who's coming to dinner? Claudine Cooley High. She just started naming random black movies. I think that's the ones that she thinks should be on the list. And Imitation of Life, not really a black movie. Uh, is Glory on the list? Uh, the Help. Uh, no Lady Sings the Blues. For the Love of Ivy. I don't even know what the hell that is. And Hero. Um, oh, I'm sorry. And uh, a, a Hero Ain't Nothing But a Sandwich. I'm wow. not sure what that reference is. I've to. heard that title. I've never seen yeah. that. Though. That's yeah. a, that's a movie. 
I've heard that. I, 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 I thought it was the name of a book. But I, I, heard, I heard that saying. I thought that was just something people say out like in the street. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. So. No, no, it's, it's definitely a book. Oh, okay. It's at least a book. So it must have been made into a, a movie. So is it a, was it a black book? Uh, that I don't know. I don't know why she's just saying random shit. Okay, Sonia, we appreciate the, the, the letter, the, the write-in, but you're going to have to be a little more clear with your, with your comments. But uh, thanks. Okay, let me finish reading it, though. Uh, <laughs> sad, sad to say I only knew that Martin Luther King was having an affair once I was an adult because my schools only talked about the good stuff. So I'm for giving all the information to the children. Good show. Oh, I think that's in reference to right. that 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 uh, that black middle school on uh, the campus of Howard University, where uh, the curriculum thing y'all talking mm-hmm, about. Exactly. Oh. That's what that must be in reference to. Uh, answer to question. So. Uh, 1973 young adult novel by Alice Childress. Hmm. Film ad- adaptation 1978 starring Cicely Tyson. Okay. Paul Win- and Paul Winfield. Oh which, yeah. Good oh wow. Which, yeah. Which, which, sounds like a black. <laughs> Yeah, that was a black movie, all which, right. Which actually reminds me, oh. Sounder. Uh, oh, yes, uh, yes. Uh. Well, Sonia, just just please know that I also um, lobbied for Claudine and Lady mm. Sings the Blues. They definitely need to be on the list. Yeah, we, we mentioned those. So. Well, it's like Dino was saying about that. I, I heard that episode about the list, and it, it is just somebody's opinion about, like, you know, you just randomly no. pick. <laughs> Claudine must be on the list. That's the list. I'm just well, because of my, my, my opinion. Have, <laughs> my list would have other stuff that maybe wouldn't have the broader appeal, but I just saw a, li- a list right. of 50 independent black films that somebody had posted on mm-hmm. Facebook yesterday. I'm like, oh, this is, yeah, like, Paris is Burning changed my life. Hell yeah. But there's a lot of black people don't really give a shit about Paris is Burning. Yeah, but, but that is a great film. That is a great movie. And you talk about it is a whole subculture of black people, mm-hmm. real black people, just as real as anybody else Absolutely. that people don't know about. And whose contributions have actually bubbled up to our culture oh, yes. and through and to Music mainstream and dance, everything. Yeah. There would be no Madonna's Vogue without those people from that movie. They created mm-hmm. that. And those sure. black people. That's right. That's true. It, it uh, definitely had an influence. Um, so thanks again, Pip Lily, for uh, coming through. Hanging with us, man. We appreciate it. Appreciate it a lot. Uh, we're definitely going to have to have you back again. And I am for sure that you will be nominated for a shitty award this year. I'm, I'm, I'm really, I am sure that you will be nominated. I can't promise that you'll win because it's up to the people. But I'm sure you'll make the ballot. <laughs> All right. The bullet or the ballot. <laughs> for real, though. Uh, so, uh, with that... Um, Everybody, um, don't forget to check us out on social media. Don't forget to share the show. Please share the show. Um, please go by Stitcher, iTunes. Give us a five-star review. We would appreciate it. Or give us a review, period. But uh, we would especially appreciate a five-star review. It really helps us in the rankings. Um, <clears throat> shout out to uh, the Dominican Republic. Shout out to Haiti. Shout out to Jamaica, man. Shout out to, um, uh, yeah, those are our, our top countries. The, the U.S., Caribbean. obviously. Yeah, the Caribbean. We're burning up the Caribbean. So shout out to the Caribbean. We love you guys. Uh, appreciate. And invite it. us. We want to come do a show down there. <laughs> Set it up. Well, I'll, I'll 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 settle for you sharing the show amongst your friends. <laughs> start off start off with that. Just share the show. <laughs> we'll, share we'll, the shiznit. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll book it later. <laughs> but uh, for uh, Pip Lily, for Charlie Bell, for uh, Damon the Weasel Stanford, I'm Dino Red, and we're out. Holla at your boy. 
from all of our crew to listeners like you. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424 261 4878. This has been The Shiznit. You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network.